Hey, P.O.D., it's been a while since we talked with Donald Trump. Do you think we should give him a call? Sounds like a great plan. Junaid, let's check in with him on the campaign trail, shall we? Let's do it. Donald, how you doing, buddy? Doing well, doing good. Been having a successful campaign. It's a big campaign. It's large. It's successful. We're winning. It's good. Yeah, I was going to say that. Your campaign is huge. It's big. It's really successful. It's winning. It's good. It's all of those things right now. I already said that, Michael. Uh, uh, yeah, you did. You know, and I was You're just... stuttering a little bit. By the way, where's Mags? Uh, he's no he, longer with us. He, uh... Yeah, there's a reason... Mags works for me now. <laughs> so does the guinea pig. You bought them. Yep. What, so, what do they do for you, Don? You don't need to Can, concern I... yourself with issues that are only pertinent to me. That's... Mags has a very important job in my hierarchy of henchmen and handlers. Are you using that new vocabulary software we sent to you? Oh, that's the new guy, huh? What, what's your name, sir? <laughs> my name's Special. Special. What's your last name? Uh, just 41. No, 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 no. What's your real last name? You don't, you don't look you, like you're from around here, Special. Oh, I... I it, it starts with a D, doesn't it? It does. So yeah, my, my real name's Janae Daoud. Yeah, well, we're building a wall for your type, Janaid. I, I, but I'm white. <laughs> um, let's go to the Princess of Darkness. <laughs> I'm not interested in talking to you anymore, Janine. P.O.D. Yeah. You think you're special just because you're a she, huh? That's correct. Well, let me tell you something. There's a lady that I'm running against right now. She also thinks she's special. But let me tell you this. I'm bigger. I'm better. The Trump campaign, we're friends of the women. We like the women. We have binders full of women. Yeah. Right. Okay, I, I, I'm not really interested in talking to you either. Michael. Hey, Don, uh, I, I think that binders full of women thing was one of the snafus of Mitt Romney's ca- uh, failed presidential campaign a couple years ago. I don't think you want to say that. I think you've got binders full of wives. He started it. <laughs> okay. He started it. it. It wasn't me. He started it. Mitt Romney did. Sure. I think you're talking about Ted Cruz. Okay, this campaign is successful. It's big and it's good. What else do you need to know? I want to know what's underneath the toupee. Okay, that's it. I'm no I, more no more trail I, show phoners. I I actually just wanted to know. Wait, is this is this Dawood again? It it is. It I'm is. not it, Dawood. I told you we're building a wall. <laughs> that's that's great. I actually love walls. They're a lot of fun to climb on. Well, I I was just curious whether there is any uh, any marmot in your uh, in your family tree. What are you insinuating, sir? I've, I've, I've petted some marmots before. I've, I've seen a lot of marmots. and Oh, you're some, one of those... One of, you like to fill up the marmots, do you? One of I, those guys. I suppose so. Yeah, I'm a okay. marmot <laughs> One of those guys but who I, fills up the it, marmots. Don, what are you talking about? Oh, feels up. I, because I, I just about? don't... I, I, I know you get a lot of flack about your hair. People think that it's a... You know, some sort of It's piece. good hair, it's big hair, it's successful. It looks like it might be some marmot hair. 
Okay. So I was just, I was just curious about... This is about, the last you know. time Don Trump does a phoner with the trail show. I'm out. You Wait, sons of bitches Donald, are no good. Donald, no, I'm Donald, I love your hair. Before you go, I just want to let you know, I think your hair is great. I think it's big, it's beautiful, it's bold. I love it. I just want to let you know that. Luxurious. I love your hair. Was that Michael? Yes. Michael? Yes, Donald. God bless you. Thank you, Donald. And God bless the United States of America. Donald Trump out. You're tuned to The Trail Show. Get on the trail! We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Que no parece fiesta. It's The Trail Show. Bam! Ah! Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. What are you girls doing up here? Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Yeah! And now... Broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's The Trail Show. Coming to you live from our Pearl Parkway production facility in the historic beer district of Boulder, Colorado. It is The Trail Show, and we are live at the Bobby Walter Studio once again. We are heard worldwide on iTunes, Stitcher, and at thetrailshow.com. And we should be up on Google Play next week for all you Google Players. Sweet. Okay, okay. Yeah. The trail show has been downloaded over 450,000 times. Billion. 85 countries across the globe. Prove those numbers. How do you know these things? Man, is Disco's finger tired. I'll send you some screenshots, man. Actually, it was my mom. You folks have been spreading the word, and we appreciate it. This is our April show. We are glad that you've joined us today and glad to be back recording in Colorado. Yes. After a long... Pardon me. Hiatus. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> uh, we've been drinking some beer. It truly has been a while, and some things have changed since we last taped a show in Colorado. As many of you already know, Max decided it was time to move on, and we thank him immensely for his monumental contributions to the show, and we wish him nothing but the best. Thank you, Mr. Mags. And I got to say, I feel pretty confident that Mags will be back as a guest yeah. on our show in the not too distant future i think that's a possibility as long as donald trump does not also be a <laughs> guest on that same show and i would just say you know for those folks who don't know that that mags moved on uh, he put up a thoughtful post on pmags.com about his decision to move on and if you haven't read it we posted a link to it on our facebook and twitter feed so go check it out and again thank you thank you yes. mr mags and as far as the show goes P.O.D., D.Lo, and I will continue on with the monthly show. We don't yet know if we will try and bring in a permanent fourth co-host yet. That will be determined in time. There are some hikers, however, in the front range that have been on the show before. And we are lucky enough to have one of them here tonight to co-host with us. You may remember this madman from show number 20. Way back in January of 2014... Ladies and gentlemen, he was taping a special across the hall. In studio this month is two-times PCT thru-hiker and 14ers thru-hike guru, Junaid Special 41. Junaid, thanks for co-hosting with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. You have to help us drink all this beer, which doesn't look like will be too tough for you. No, no. I, I, I think we'll have it well in hand. Okay. Very good. All right, P.O.D., why don't we set the table for this evening's show? Today's episode of The Trail Show is brought to you by Hiker Trash. To be true Hiker Trash, we think you need to earn the dirt. 
So this year on the trail, earn your title by working on that wicked sock tan. Guys, shave that beard. And ladies, let that leg hair fly. With over 20,000 miles backpack between Hiker Trash founders Shira and Brian and over a million calories yogied from unsuspecting tour runs, we know what it's like to get funny looks from the locals and to realize where that perma stench is coming from. We are Hiker Trash, and so are you. Check out our trucker hats, visors, shirts, and more on our website at www.wearehikertrash.com. And remember, 5% of your purchase goes back to support the trails. Oh, and our stuff looks better dirty. www.wearehikertrash.com. Fantastic. All right. I love their stuff, by the it's way. It's good. Yeah. I got a koozie at home. I like to put my beer in the koozie. It says Hiker Trash. It's nice. All right, you guys want me to set the table? Yeah, let's. Uh, what are we serving? Is up that because I'm the woman? You want me to set the table? Oh, oh. <laughs> are no, we just... are we serving up a buffet of surfaces? We are. We have uh, trail news. We with Junaid. It's going to be our trail news anchor tonight. We've got trail of the month. We're going to feature the book Bigfoot, the Bigfoot Trail, which okay. sounds really awesome. We're going to Skype with uh, Michael Kaufman. Trips from the past month. We probably all have some trips we can talk about. Disco's trail tip. We have a new segment. To be debuted. This, none of us know what it, it is. No, I have not told anyone. No. It's going to be amazing. We're going to review Squatching, featuring a journey towards Squatchdom, which is uh, uh, Squatch's film about Sasquatch. Yeah, about From Bigfoot. the mid-90s, I might add. Yeah. That was a back. classic. We have Mailbag, our beer and bandwidth sponsor shout-outs. We have Beer of the Month, and we have Ask a Hiker with D'Lo and our gear review. Without further ado... Mike, I oh. know you know exactly what we're drinking tonight. What are well, we serving up? Man? All right, we got a bunch of beers from Michigan here. And who, who gave them to us? Frito Rotein Garcia. Very nice. Yeah. He, and by the way, he's our first trip, triple crown beer sponsor. That's right. What, what's his last name, D'Lo? Garcia. <laughs> Sound like you went underwater there for a second. I'm trying to roll my R's in the uh, I, Spanish. I, oh, it rolled. Yeah. <laughs> it rolled. Thanks, man. Yeah, so we've got the, man, I just have so many bottles to Did read you hear that to though? you tonight. He's our first Triple Crown beer sponsor. Meaning he's done. He's given us beer three times? That's correct. That's, right. That's amazing. Thank you, Frito Rolltide Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> you rolled the give, I. Give me a towel. Just, just rolling everything, man. Just, How do you even roll an I? <laughs> I just rolled with it. D'Lo you know? is, <laughs> is good at rolling. He's a, yeah. it's a professional, He's a professional roller. Roller. linguist. All right, so let's see. We've got the Arcadia Brewing Cereal Killer Barley Wine Ale. Oh. 10% alcohol by volume, 70 IBUs. It was fantastic. Cereal killer. Delicious. Next, we've got the Dark Horse Double Crooked Tree India Pale Ale. I actually like this one. I don't I know that. Too. I'm not sure about the specs. Hey, there's on still it. a little bit left in there. I'm not sure about the specs on it. It doesn't have any IBU numbers or ABVs. Uh, ABVs. These Thank things goodness. seem to be missing, so I can't inform our users that this. Well, there's another bottle, Dilo. But that was probably my favorite. That that IPA was surprisingly tasty. I thought the barley wine after drinking the barley wine that that IPA would just be meh, but it was not. Dark horse. Brewing Company from Marshall, Michigan, brings us also the bourbon barrel aged Scotty Karate Scotch Ale. Yeah. This was a tasty Scotch Ale. By the way, I hate Scotch Ale, but this one was good. And by the way, this guy right here on the label, 
He's a real person. This guy, his name is Scott Lehman, and I graduated with him. And he's got a one-man band, right? Yeah. D- does he know karate? I have no idea. He was kind of a weirdo, so maybe. Probably knows a lot of stuff. You should show Janae the yeah, label. Yeah, you should look at it. That's what he It really like. does look like him, too. It's crazy. We have one more IVA here oh, from yeah, I- Founders Brewing Company in Ooh, somewhere some in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And this is an IPA, and it is good. And it does not have many specs. There. Oh, yes, 7%, per- 7% alcohol. Mm, 70 IBUs, not called, bad. Man? What's the name? Founders uh, as Aka. I think you got to roll the Roll the C. <laughs> I don't know if I can roll the see. As Zaka. <laughs> yeah. All right. There it is. We're rolling with And we have more. We have more to come. We do, but that's what we've drank so far. Thank we're only you, Frito. T- we're only five minutes into the show, people. <laughs> Thank you, Frito. It's going to be an interesting evening. These are all high ABV beers. Mm, that barley wine's like. so good. It all really right. is, though. Mm. Yeah. POD, set the table. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the table's been set, D-Lo. Uh, where was and I? Sinead has some news for us. And he has, I think, two items tonight. Yeah, we're keeping it light. Um, it's good. So many longtime PCT enthusiasts will be well aware of the annual Day Zero Pacific Crest Trail kickoff uh, held annually in uh, Lake Morena, uh, just outside of San Diego, about 20 miles into the Pacific Crest Trail itself. Uh, this year there will actually not be a kickoff. What? Dude, what, dude? What? I'm, I'm Where's the trucking out of here? What? I'm out of here, dude. I'm done. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. What I'm happened? That is, uh, as reported on Facebook, that was actually the mood. Uh, pretty much exactly like that. In fact, uh, I, I think they Facebook just e- just released the new emoji set, and so they yeah. people were able to express their variety of emotions. A buffet of emotions? And all sorts of them about the, uh, the cancellation this year. Uh, so, fortunately, though, it doesn't mean that the PCT itself is closed. You can, as it turns <laughs> can out. Whoa, whoa, hike, whoa. No, dude, you can't start hiking northbound. At the end of April and not go to the kickoff. You just can't. You should I mean, just stay how, home. How, hike a different trail. Stay home. You can't do it. How could you can't hike on it. without first hearing Meadowhead's water report? You won't know anything. Exactly. You'll well, die I, out there. As it happens, you can actually download what? the water report what? and contribute back to it yourself. How dare you, Junaid? Dude, stop. It, I mean, is there's a, like, it is a radical concept. I, I, I know. Where, where do our listeners download the PCT 2016 water report? <laughs> That's a good question. (laughs) And where where can D-Lo post some false information about water sources? I I do believe you can download it at D-Lo, googlesforyou.com. You know what? We'll figure out what that link is and we'll post it. We'll post a link to it on our Facebook page. Definitely an important site. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you have any insight? I I know you're on the board of Adsipasico. Do you have any insight... That you can share publicly with our listeners about well, what as, happened. As we did say on the uh, on, on our announcement, um, typically we have a contract for the following year, um, about a month or two after the kickoff itself, uh, giving us you know ample time to be able to call vendors, arrange for the porta potties, all of the various things that go into the uh, the one weekend event. Um, no. So without uh, without the certainty that that was going to happen due to a variety of things, it was kind of a perfect storm of a change in some of the personnel at the park. 
um, as well as a change in some of the ways that they're doing events and things in the park system itself. Uh, so with, with sort of that together with the fact that we as an organization were going through some um, growing pains, I suppose okay. you could say, that the, the event has become quite popular, yeah. uh, as has the trail itself, and so it's uh, kind of morphed into a very large event, basically taking a year off so that we don't put on a... Uh, crappy. A crappy event, something that's below what we want it to be. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah, and and taking a year to sort of hit the reset button and figure out a way to to scale back in some ways so that we can do more in others and and not not try to stretch the whole thing too thin. Okay, and I guess this is the first time since 1999 that there has not been an Ads of Pacitco. Is that is that right? Yeah, that's that that is true. It's been going every year since the. Uh, so I guess we might actually even have to change the name now to the. Uh, uh, I mean, because it's already a long acronym, right? So why don't we just make it a little bit longer? We'll do something like the annual day except for in 2016. <laughs> zero Pacific zero Crest Trail. Day Pacific. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or maybe so. you could put mostly annual, and then it could just be Madza Pacitco. Yeah, mo- okay. Yeah. Madza Pacitco. I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I wish I, I need. There's got to be a, a sound effect ding, for ding, that ding, deal. Ding, but yeah, the uh, yeah, that's, that's the organizers are want, absolutely man. planning on the getting getting everything figured out so that we can come <laughs> back next year. Okay, twenty seventeen sounds like it's definitely going to happen. I absolutely should be. Yeah. Okay, so if it doesn't happen in twenty seventeen, our listeners can send hate mail to Junaid at Junaid dot com. Is that right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you don't own that website. And just either. ignore that email you get a minute after you hit send. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, is this going to affect the people that are hiking the trail this year? <laughs> I mean, I suppose yes and no. Uh, the, the reality is, is that uh, only a certain percentage of PCT hikers end up going to the kickoff as part of their hike anyway really it's um, a small percentage well i mean it's certainly not all of them and you can you can absolutely make it from mexico to canada without having attended the uh, the kickoff well, and it's smaller so, than it used to be because of the permit system yeah. that's in place now absolutely yes yeah. so that's one of the things that we hope and well i personally hope at least that the the permit system will help sort of smooth out that big herd effect that people talk about on the pct a bottleneck i've heard some people say the word bottleneck has been used yeah. mm. I've heard the word herd. Herd. Mentioned I heard about a herd terms. on the... Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I mean, the reality is the PCT was always bound to get more popular, right? So Blame it on Cheryl Strayed, man. Just blame it on Cheryl Strayed. I I suppose if you need a whipping girl... I do. You know, the, I do. there's certainly a lot of... She, yeah. she does double duty as author slash community whipping girl for anybody who wishes to go back to the good old days when I hacked the PCT mm-hmm. and there were only four of us out there. Mm-hmm. For so. anyone who likes whipping girls, whoa, whoa. apparently Delo does. Well, There's a whole Cheryl lot Strayed of websites Cheryl and Bill Bryson have ruined Keep it family the rest friendly. of America. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Delo, are, are you are you going on record with that statement yes, right now? Yes, I, I can be quoted. You can write me down. Right, write, write down my He's words. Making new words now. Too. Cheryl Strayed and Bill Bryson words. have ruined hiking for the rest of America. Ruined. It's ruined. It's ruined. We know a guy named Ruined. Stay home. Just, just, just stay wash home. your hands of the whole thing. Just be done with it. Man. All right. Yeah. All right, back right, to bring it back. All right. So, 
What's your second item up for bid tonight, Junaid? <laughs> the second item is a, uh, I suppose, almost an anti-cancellation. Oh. What? Right? So the, what? the kickoff was canceled, but what? Donna Softly of Hiker Heaven and Aguadul say mile, I think, 454.4 or something like that. Uh, something around Something that. like that. Give or take I a mean, you know, hundredth of a mile. Something. Uh, they closed last year amidst... Uh, Do you know why? I, you... I'm sure it was another variety of convergent uh, things. <laughs> can, can, you, was, can you give us a little more detail, Junaid? Uh, so, I mean, if, if, we're, if we're just going to dish the dirt, I, I suppose you could say that uh, she, was, she needed a break, probably. There was some, yeah, argu- she wanted to spend there was some gr- arguments online. What? And it prompted a, a, well, I think maybe it's time for us to quit kind of a deal. Um, I think okay. it's good that she took a year off, though, just like you guys are taking a year off. You hey, know? absolutely. You know, sure. the fact of the matter is she has been washing dirty clothes for people yeah. and doing, I mean, if, if, for anybody who's been to Hiker Heaven, they know what a monumental task it must be to run that thing for, you know, a few months at a time during the peak of hiker season. So to to take a year off and be able to do a little bit of your own hiking and she's got some grandkids mm-hmm. now, I mean, like she absolutely, even if she had not recently announced that she's going to be coming back this year, she definitely deserved a year off. Well, and I think it's good to take a year off and and evaluate, like, do we really want to keep doing this? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Figure out what's working, what's not. Yeah, That's great. But she's coming back, baby. Yeah. She's back. I hold in my hand the May issue of Backpacker Magazine. Oh, Lord. And in the hashtag trail chat segment... Hashtag trail chat. Backpacker asked... Donna and Jeff, actually they asked Donna, what made you change your mind about closing Hiker Heaven? And Donna said the pivotal moment was listening to The Devil Makes Three, a band that has often played over the speakers at Hiker Heaven. It brought up countless memories, she said, and she went on to Hmm. say, after minimal discussion, the answer was clear. Life is way more fun with hikers around. Wow. Interesting. The Devil Makes Three. I don't even know this band. Do you, I don't does either. anybody in the room? Do, no. do you guys know? I feel like I've heard of it, but I mean, hmm. it's hmm. Colorado. We're gonna have to Google that on our next yeah. break. I'll go on with the second I feel question. Like it's bluegrass or something. Since we're on the topic, stuff. Backpacker asked her, "Have you made any changes to address concerns about a bottleneck?" This is the second time we've used that term on the on the trail show tonight. And Donna said, in truth, Hiker Heaven being closed had no impact, positive or negative, on the number of hikers traveling through this section, which made the decision to reopen easy. There were just a bunch of forlorn-looking hikers hanging around town with nothing to do. How about they get on the trail and keep walking? (laughs) Get on the trail. Get on the trail! Instead of loitering. Yeah. Yeah, so... I think it's fantastic. I mean, the Softleys are iconic on the PCT. Absolutely. It's just wonderful people. And, you know, if there is a town that could, well, outside of Onyx, if if there's a town that could use a nice set of trail angels, Aguadal says one. I mean, there's not a lot of uh, facilities or amenities for PCT hikers there. And it's got, you know, it's just sort of a nice thing that they're there and they're offering what they offer. So... Good on you, Don and Jeff. I hope you guys have a great season. And yeah. I think if and I were considering hiking the Pacific Crest Trail, these two news items would dissuade me from doing so. 
Mm. Yeah, I think I would just stay. So home. you'd go hike the Appalachian Trail? I, no, I would just keep my job. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you'd renew your subscription to Backpacker Magazine. Probably, right? yeah, but I would not go out and hike the Pacific Crest Trail. So what, one thing to uh, kick off. One thing to note about uh, the Softleys starting back up again is that they did give away a lot of the yeah. stuff that they yeah. had um, to other trail angels and things. Um, so certainly if uh, you've stayed with them and enjoyed their wonderful hospitality before, um, maybe drop Donna a line. I know she's got an Amazon wish list with some things like cots and things. So. Well, I think there's a Kickstarter happening for them right now. We should post a link. And I'll tell you this, our show sponsor this evening, We Are Hiker Trash, they are selling the Softly Electric shirts as yeah. a fundraiser for the Softly. So oh. go yeah. to We Are Hiker Trash and buy yourself a softly electric shirt. Yeah, those are collector's items. And I've been told that size large will be back in stock very soon. Any other news that we need to cover before we move on? I don't think so. Uh, there was that, that little bit about uh, apparently Congress has uh, oh, yeah. petitioned for, to allow um, greater access uh, into the U.S. for southbound hikers. Oh, that's of what? Oh, I thought you were going to say that on the PCT. It's uh, they're they they're asking to. I haven't read a whole lot of details about it, but apparently they they want to make it easier for people to uh, start the PCT southbound in Canada and enter huh. oh, legally. Canada. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. I, I thought you may have been talking about Mexico, and I was about to <laughs> call up Don Trump again. Yeah, we have Don we actually Trump had his private line, guess. but. Guest appearance, but no, no, no. We're talking about Canada, folks. But so, yeah, that's that. Apparently, they uh, they're trying to go to bat for the PCT hikers so that we can cool. we can access the border a little bit more easily. Uh, nothing else has happened involving a trail. Wow! And there he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Janae just ran out the door with his new sheet, and he's gone. Wait a minute, he's back. Junaid, thanks for doing news tonight. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Has Sounds anyone good. taken a trip in the last, say, I don't know, five months that they want to speak on? A hiking trip. D'Lo? D'Lo, you look like you, you, you're... You're chomping at the chomping bit. Chomping at the bit. We know you probably you did got? one trip in the last five months. Uh, um, I think I <laughs> probably went hiking in the past five months, a few a month ago. Did you take the child that is Leo? I think we probably walked about a mile round trip. Yeah, and he walked. Nice. He walked a mile. Any landscaping? Uh, not nothing. Nothing worth mentioning. Mm. What? Um, nothing now, worth mentioning. You're telling me in the last five months you don't have a it's hike. Been, it's been snowy. Oh, good point. We remember winter. we were in the southern hemisphere. Yeah, we sort of skipped winter, Dilo. Sorry. I, man. I did some woodworking projects over the past few months. Do tell. I made a bench. I made a coat rack. I fixed. A, I rebuilt a fence. No birdhouse? No. You know what? I'm going to make some birdhouses. You know why? Because I think it's a great woodworking project to do with my little three-and-a-half-year-old son, four-year-old son. Teach him to use that circular the nail saw. gun, yeah. Yeah. Here, yeah. Here, kid, here's a nail gun. Yeah. All Just about pull safety that trigger. goggles. And, pull that know. trigger. Whoa! Don't name that at your brother! No. You know, uh, uh, yeah, I think that stuff would be fun. But we, and we have some birds that have taken up residence on our what? deck, and they just live in the steel I-beams. Of the roof over our deck, yeah. and I think we should hang some birdhouses for them and uh, give them some, you know, plush accommodation. I like it. You just mentioned Leo not hitting his brother. Can you speak a little bit on the second child that is Mateo? Oh yeah, so we had another child who was born in late October. 
right? His, yeah. his name is Mateo. What 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 day in October? October uh, 29th. Oh, yeah. I'm the 27th. Oh, oh. I was gonna say the 27th, but I remembered that I was born on the 29th. It was just two days before Halloween, so. Yep. Mm. Yeah, scary. Yeah, how's Mateo doing? Mateo's doing good. He uh, he sits up. What's his status? Oh, he's sitting up now. He sits up and then he falls over and he rolls around a little bit. <laughs> he's in the zombie phase. And he cries and he eats and he's really loud. Really? Yep. Is he louder than louder Leo? Than was? Leo? Leo will be loud when he's when he's lost his shit and he's just freaking out and kicking his feet and screaming and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's when Leo's loud. Uh, but Mateo will just be loud. <laughs> just generally all yeah. the time yeah. like, he's when, he, when he starts to get a little unhappy he gets a little loud okay mm-hmm. overall he's a pretty happy baby though so what's the overall decibel level at your house these days like on a, a average say uh it can be loud okay yeah like 80 90 i don't i'm not a good ju- uh i don't really know the you're not a good from decibel like, from like one to death where, where <laughs> yeah where, where are we talking uh we're probably talking about like a one to to death yeah you know, we're probably Choose talking about yeah. deaf, deaf minus five. <laughs> deaf minus, okay. That's yeah. pretty loud, man. Yeah. It's, the kid's loud. The kid's loud. Okay. Special, yeah. have you taken any trips in the last five months? I have taken a trip into the world of managing a new restaurant. Yeah, What? so what's the deal, man? Now, now, now correct me if I'm wrong. You went from doing a 14ers through hike to managing a restaurant. How, there so, were some steps in between. Okay, but yeah, okay. Yeah. I did a little bit of a tour guiding for uh, for a while as well in there, um, but yeah, I've always worked in food service and I love food. And uh, opportunity popped up to manage a uh, help manage a restaurant here in Boulder, and I said, "Okay, wow, <laughs> that's that sounds like a lot of responsibility." I have to eat a lot of pasta, <laughs> so yeah. there's that. Yeah, it's you know, I mean, there's a lot involved, but uh, it's fine. Uh, Fortunately, the trail has prepared me for long hours of uh, bashing my face into, I mean, you know, something at least. Right. Computer yeah. screen in this case, rather than fresh air and blue skies. And Sounds nice. Trees. Blue but, uh, skies. You know, it, it, it is great, and I love the food, but uh, yeah, it's a little, little different. Okay. Nice. Not quite climbing mountains. Disco. Yes. Have you done any trips in the past <laughs> five months? P.O.D. and I have done one long trip, which you have heard way too much about. Yep. So we're, we're not, not going to talk about. We're not that going tonight. there tonight. The, the, was that the uh, negative aurora? Yes, the, that's yeah. So, yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, between there and here, we did stop in Hawaii for ten days, mm-hmm. and we did some hiking. Mm-hmm. We did. We did some hiking in Volcanoes National Park. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. It was what a, uh, What trails did you do there? Um, we hiked. We got this place that we'd rather not. We'll tell you off air what we'll the name of it is. Yeah, but gotcha. so let's just say we hiked in Volcanoes National Park across some lava flats did down you guys, to the coast. Did you guys have right a car on. when you were in Hawaii? Yes. We did. We rented a car. We rented a car. Why did you rent a car? Uh, we were on the <laughs> Big Island. Yeah, and it which is big. It is big, and and actually, I would say of all, is it huge? Of of the mm. eight islands. Of Hawaii. The Big Island, you kind of need a car to get around. I would say, unless you're staying at a resort on any of the islands. An all-inclusive? You need a car to get around because... Through hikers don't stay at all-inclusive. People don't pick up hitchhikers much there unless they're locals. There's so many tourists. Do I look like a local Hawaiian? No, no, no. I'm saying... (laughs) Not really. So we got a rental car. No, no, no. Like our friend (laughs) Cassandra would probably pick up a hitchhiker. Mm. You know what I'm saying? 
But in order to get around, unless you're staying, at, you're just going to stay at the resort. It's not really. It's really hard to get around in Hawaii. Yeah. I used to travel to Maui pretty frequently for work, and uh, a lot of times I would go to this place and and do a rent a wreck. Yeah. yeah. Got like these old crappy cars. Yep. We rented bucks from a those day. people. Yeah. 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 We did. We yeah. did that in Kauai too. AC doesn't work. Oh under yeah, the windows. You need pliers. But you I mean, know, like they're, they're crappy cars. Ro- roaches so. under the seats. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the nice cars too. Yeah. Yeah. It's Hawaii. That's so. true. You know what's interesting is the car rental in Hawaii was cheaper than our car rental in Atlanta. How did that happen? I don't know. It was weird. Anyway. Anyway. All right, folks. That's our trip. Well, I haven't of the month. done one. Oh, I thought we were speaking for no. Disco Pod. No. Okay, go. We also went to the great city of Portland, Oregon. Ooh. And we visit. We went. We crashed a hiker trash party there for. Uh, so far, turn. Did he turn forty? It was a birthday know. of some kind. It was, and we got to stay with. Uh, Happy birthday, so far. Yep, fancy and tomato bow shart. The bow sharts, the, as I like to call them. The bow sharts. And uh, we I'm saw all good. All good's getting ready to leave for the trail. He's, He's on, trail. Right, He's on, on trail. trail. Yeah, he was getting ready when we were there, so that was exciting. And yeah, we had a great time. Uh, Disco went on a hike with the Beauxcharts. I had a hurt neck, so I did not. A little urban hiking. (laughs) Yeah, I did not. But we drank a lot of beer and enjoyed some of the local fauna. Yeah. The flora. Sorry, local flora. I don't know what you're talking yes. about, but I went the, for the a fauna hike. would be the hipsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we enjoyed the local flora. Sorry, there was a lot of that too. Yeah, oh yeah, great hipster watching in Portland. Portland yeah. ceases to amaze me when it comes to that department. Like it's hard to it really uh, is crazy. it's hard to stand out in Portland. Yeah, you know, you have to basically look normal. Yeah, I was just thinking, like if you just wore a suit and tie, you would stick out like a sore yeah. thumb. You would actually stand out in that town. If you could somehow look like unironically normal. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was a really great time. We had a really great time. All right, folks, it's the trail show. We'll be right back. That was awesome. Grab a brew. The trail show is back. And now it's time for trail tip. Wow. And I'm throwing trail tip this month over to P.O.D. P.O.D., what do you got? Okay, so we just recently did a hike through some wet country, and there was a lot of humidity and rain and sweat mostly, just like constant sweat. Is there a lot of mold there? No. 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 But our backpacks were almost always soaking wet, either from rain or from sweat. Did they smell bad? They were disgusting. Yeah. And Disco and I both use our backpacks as part of our sleeping system. They go under our feet. And in in this case, it wasn't necessarily a warmth issue, but if we didn't have the backpacks, then it was uncomfortable. But you also don't want to put your sleeping bag on top of a wet backpack, right? Because then your sleeping bag gets wet. So this is what I do. Inside my backpack, I have a liner. It could either be a trash compactor bag or whatever. And I take that liner out, okay? And so the outside of the liner is also wet, usually either from rain or sweat. But what about the inside? The inside is dry. No way! Dry, you say. Dude. So I turn that liner bag inside out so the wet side is on the inside 
and then I stuff my wet pack inside the bag, wet to wet, and then I tuck it, kind of roll the bag down and tuck it underneath. And so the outside of the liner bag is completely dry, and I put my sleeping bag foot box right on top of that, and Whoa. it stays dry. Now, now this Whoa. would not be this would be a non-issue if you just hiked with an air mattress. I do have an air mattress, but it's a three-quarter length. No, I, I'm talking I'm, about like I'm more than two feet tall, queen, so queen size. <laughs> well, how dare you, Peony? How dare you? More than two feet tall, please. Dilo, you do you do not have to accept that. I'm type. four feet eight inches tall. Okay. We have an HR department here at the Trail Show. We, we do. Yeah. Oh. Good. I, I need to talk. To I, the, I've heard that. I need to talk to HR because I am very upset right now. Hostile, intimidating yeah. Yeah. environment. So, uh, yeah. so now, does your backpack dry out while it's inside that? No, but I don't care bag? about that. I don't care about it drying out because it's just going to get wet again the next day from does, all my sweat. Does it I sweat start, more does than it a man. smell better as it sits in the oh, yeah. bag it's, over it the It smells evening. so good in the morning when you pull it out. It's like it's been freshly laundered. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> okay, that's an interesting trail tip. It works. And I think it would be especially important in cold weather, actually, if mm. you really needed that. So for me, I don't have anything under my feet. I use my backpack, and so if it were cold and my backpack were wet, you know, you'd say, "Oh, I don't want to put it under my footbox." But then, if you don't have anything, your feet are going to get really cold on the tent floor. So you can use a little sit pad that's in the back of in the frame if you use one of those. But I find that having the full backpack is really, really nice. I mean, not full, but you know, the actual backpack. What about turning your backpack inside out? No, it's not. <laughs> through and no. through. Yeah. It can't be done. Soaked through. Oh, it's soaked through. Yeah. yeah. That is actually the same technique I use when I'm dealing with a wet backpack. Yeah. yeah. It's great. All right. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 My other trail tip is wear earplugs when disco's in front of the soundboard. Oh, uh, I, so, I think someone got murdered at the end of that they sound did. clip. <laughs> I think it might have been D'Lo. It might have been me. I might have just fallen asleep and woken up, you know. All right. Well, I'm very excited tonight to debut a new segment on the trail show. Wait, aren't we going to do our trail of the month? What about the guys in, uh, who's waiting on the oh, phone? Oh, goodness gracious. Yes, I, I was so excited. I, I, I got ahead of myself. Um, all right, folks, it's time for trail of the month. This month we have a doozy for you. The Bigfoot Trail. A lot of you have been hearing about it. Only a few of you have actually hiked it. It's pretty new. Anybody in the room heard of the BFT? Heard of it. Yeah. Oh, oh I've heard of it. Anyone hiked it? Nine. Actually. I mean, I guess section hiked a couple little pieces. Oh, right. have you? Oh, cool. It well, shared because I mean, it's, it's part of the PCT. Uh, well, for a little, okay. A little yeah. bit there. It shares trail tread with yeah. the PCT. We are going to call the inventor of the Bigfoot Trail. This evening. The dude who patented it? The dude, also known as Michael Kaufman. Amazing. Yes. And we're going to get him via Skype. Not to be confused with Kofi Annan. No, or Andy Kaufman. Or the Affy Komen for all of our... Uh, well, I mean, it, Judy is it's, it's easy to listeners. tell that it's not Andy Kaufman because... Andy's got, dead? Yeah he's, he, yeah, he's not looking so good these days. R.I.P. Andy Kaufman. All right, let's give Michael Kaufman a call. I don't know. We might play a prank on him. See, calling uh, pranks are valid for the entire month of April. Call, calling True. Michael Kaufman. Maybe he's playing a prank on us. Hey, hey, Michael, it's Disco, Pod, Delo, and Junaid from the Trail Show. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming on the show tonight. We want to talk to you about the Bigfoot Trail, as you are the inventor of the BFT. Of the BFT. 
Well, I'd be honored. Very, very <laughs> cool. So, um, by the way, where where are we calling you at right now? Uh, I'm in Humboldt County. Uh, I live kind of near Arcata, California. Oh, very nice. We just celebrated 420 here in Colorado. <laughs> right on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, can you just give us a brief background of... Well, I tell you what, before we even start talking about, you know, how long is the trail, where does it start and finish, can you just tell our audience, like, how did you come up with this crazy idea to invent a long-distance hiking trail in Northern California? First off, I want to say I'm not going to take all the credit for inventing it, and I'll tell you why here in a few, but um, I've always been an avid backpacker and long-distance hiker. I did the CDT in 2002. Nice. And... I've hiked many other long trails. Um, I didn't want to do the AT or the PCT back then. I thought they were too crowded. So I did the CDT southbound as the only person. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, it, you know, it was an experience. But I'd always been a, con- a little bit of a conifer nut because, you know, you find the conifers in the highest elevations and uh, across the West. And when I did the CDT, I saw – Something like 20 or 22 species of conifers. I wasn't that good of a botanist back then, but um, I, uh, I and, and you know, so the point being, I moved to Northwest California here in Humboldt County, and I started to realize that this was kind of the conifer mecca of the world um, in many ways, at least the temperate world. I started to do a lot of backpacking in the Klamath and the Trinity Alps and the Marble Mountains and the Siskiyou Wilderness. And I started to get a wild hair and told my wife at the, um, that I, I wanted to get out and do a long-distance hike over the summer. And I was thinking about the PCT because, you know, it's an easy, pretty much hop, skip, and a jump from here. It's not too far. And she said, well, why don't you just do a long hike through the Klamath? And I thought, what a wonderful idea. So I started to look at ways to uh to to basically use existing trails and roads to connect the wilderness areas of the klamath and we really have some of the um really most well preserved and and some of the largest wilderness areas in california so i poured over maps and i and i started picking out routes and then as as the options became endless i started to think about ways to see the most conifers as I could along the hike, and it turns out along the Bigfoot Trail, you can see 32 species of conifers. So in 360 miles, you can see 32 species of conifers. In 3,200 miles of the CDT, you can see about 22 species. Oh, wow. So uh, it's, it really is um, a, It's a trail for the trees. If it's a trail for the trees, where does Bigfoot come into play? <laughs> well, that's a good question. You know, I, I thought about calling it the biodiversity trail or the conifer trail, but you know, that's just not as catchy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, after m- discussion with many different people, uh, I think the Bigfoot trail, you know, the, the, the Northwest California, the Klamath mountains, it's, it's renowned for Bigfoot. And I think the myth of Bigfoot is really important. Is an important aspect to understand the, really the wilderness and the wildness of the Klamath mountain region. So, uh, so yeah, you know, and, and people are, are way into that and I think it's cool. You know, it's, it's cool to think that there is enough space for, 
a giant hominid to live here, but uh, you know, I don't believe in Bigfoot per se. Why? I believe in the. I believe in the importance of the myth. I'm a little disappointed. Are you? All right. I I also think it's nice that the Bigfoot Trail has an official beer, you know, because of Sierra Nevada Brewing. Oh, the the Bigfoot Barley Wine. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I'm in, uh, you know, I've been trying to to hook up a little um, business partnership with Sierra Nevada. So maybe that'll happen here in the near future for the Bigfoot Trail Alliance. So so now that you've told us the kind of the birth of the trail, can you give us the nuts and bolts? Where does it start? Where does it finish? How long is it? So it actually, I, it actually starts near Chico, which is where Sierra Nevada Brewing is. Ooh! And several, several through hikers have told me that that's where they've started their hike. Well, not really. <laughs> oh, that's great. Started, started their journey, and um, so it's basically due west of Chico, up in the Yola Bowl, Middle Hill Wilderness. Um, the trail starts and I, it, it's pretty, it might be one of the most obscure trailheads of any long distance trail, but, um, I think it's important to start a hike in either in or on the edge of wilderness, just so you, you can really, it, it makes you prepare, you know, it makes you make sure that you're ready. You know, you, you don't have any, uh, maybe recent, there's no resupply for about five days after the start. Right. So, um, and the Yellow Bullies are spectacular. It's a it's a little known place. It's the headwaters of about five different major rivers, four different major rivers in Northwest California. Um, so it starts there in the Yellow Bullies. It um, traverses the Yellow Bullies for about 25 miles. It drops down into the South Fork of the Trinity River, which hopefully in the near future will be designated as wilderness. Right now, it's a wild and scenic river. Um, some of the last um, coho salmon runs in the state are in the, the South Fork. Um, from there, it goes into Hay Fork, which is a small town in Trinity County. And there's some road walking, some um, very rural road walking from there to Junction City, which is along the middle fork of the Trinity and, um, uh, and the edge of the Trinity Alps wilderness. It travels through the Trinity Alps for about 25 miles. And then you're really in the heart of the Klamath at that point. Um, the, it, it enters the uh, Russian wilderness and overlaps with the PCT for about 200 yards right there in the Russians. Drops into the Marble Mountain wilderness. And then um, about halfway through the Marbles is where it, it actually does overlap with the PCT for about 35 miles. Starting in Marble Valley, basically into the Red Buttes wilderness. And then it they diverge uh, at the at the edge of the Red Buttes, um, traverses into the the basically the California Oregon border, and then into the it starts to swing south again towards the coast through the Siskiyous, and then into Redwood National and State Park, and it ends at the Pacific Ocean in Crescent City, California. And what's the longest carry that you have to do on this trip? Basically, from Syed Valley to Crescent City. So it's about oh. it. I mean, there is Whoa. an option. There's an option to, to hitch back on a road, but that's about eight days. Thank goodness you can fill up on pancakes in Syed Valley before you hit the trailer. <laughs> exactly. What's exactly. the uh, just get yeah. eight, eight pancakes? And yeah, you're good exactly. To go. Michael, I have a question for you. What's the, uh, the yeah. What's the biggest patch of poison oak that you will have to bushwhack through on the Bigfoot Trail? 
Good question. <laughs> there are some, there are some low elevation stretches, like I said, along the Trinity River, South Fork Trinity, and then when you enter the Marbles, you're actually on the uh, North Fork of the Salmon. Both of those areas are probably two to 35, 2,000 to 3,500 feet. Oh. So there's rattlesnakes, there's poison oak, but oh, yeah. they're actually pretty well made. They're well maintained sections of trail for various reasons. They're popular and, stretches. Uh, you know, the, it, it, yeah, it's not, it's not really swarming the trail too badly. Since it has that low elevation piece right kind of in the middle of the trail, I'm curious about the climate window for this trail because. I mean, I know we, on the PCT, you go through that area around Etna and Sion Valley, and it's so horrible. It's so hot. It's wretched. Yeah. I remember, like, nearly dying out there. So what's the recommended, yeah. uh, you know, hiking window for this trail? The time, I, I first did it in 09, and I started on uh, the 21st of June, and it worked out just about perfectly. There, is, there was some warm weather around those areas we're talking about. You know, because of the, the really the Yola Bolis are one of the, it's basically probably the highest average elevation on the entire trail. It's about 7,000 feet all the way through the Yola Bolis. So, yeah, you can't start too early, you know, and, and the, the trail only reaches 8,000 feet. That's about as high as it gets. That's so that's the, the highest point. Uh, what if you went the opposite direction? It's been done by a couple folks, yeah. Hmm. Um, it is actually, it actually would be a little bit easier way to start earlier in the season, but at the same time, you're, the central part between the marbles, the PCT section of the marbles, and then all the way through south, if you went southbound into the Trinity Alps, there's still a lot of high elevation stuff to do. And, you know, I started on actually July 1st in 2011, and I walked on snow for almost two weeks. Wow. Michael, how many people have... That was... That was that used to snow in California. Sure. Of course, we've had actually we've we've had a good snow year this year. Michael, um, how many people so, have through hiked the Bigfoot Trail that you're aware of? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's probably about ten or fifteen wow. folks. Small club. Uh, and and it sounds like there's probably uh, that many, if not a few more, that are, are going to do it this summer. Yeah, with Squatch. He doesn't. He doesn't. Squatch doesn't really hike. Though. It's true. <laughs> he wow. just sits around and takes pictures of other hikers. I have yeah. another question for you. I, so talk to me about, uh, I've heard some comments about uh, marijuana plantations. Yeah. Is, it, is that a concern? Is, is that, that a concern? A real concern? It's, a, it's, it's something to be aware of in the lower elevation stretch around Hayfork to Junction City. Um, basically, through that area, I do recommend road walking. Um, well, for several reasons. One, the old trails that used to exist out there don't anymore. Um, and then also just the fact that there is a lot of private land and yeah, there's a lot of people growing weed in Trinity County right now. And it's a little bit wild west out there. Um, but some of the positives are that that section sees a lot of serpentine soil, which is terrible for growing plants. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's part of the reason that the climate mountains are so unique and there's so much biodiversity because the plants that do grow there are unique and often endemic, meaning they don't grow anywhere else. So you can't grow marijuana on that sort of soil. So there are a lot of the sections or a lot of the, the actual trail that is through there is, um, is on that serpentine soil. And I, you know, my, my mate, my, one of my goals with the Bigfoot Trail Alliance is to reroute 
and rebuild some of those old trails in that area specifically to get it off those roads. But right now, and, you know, in road walking, it's not that bad. I did when I did the CDT, there wasn't, you know, there was a I don't know, fifteen percent that was road walking, and I always enjoyed it. You know, I think it depends on the road for sure. It really There's depends. Some, some, yeah. are, some are better than others. Some of the nice forest yeah. service roads that are just basically double trail are. I, I, I don't I don't know about you guys, but I don't even hike trails anymore. I just hike roads. <laughs> <laughs> so how long is that road walk then? The next step for me. Yeah, it's probably thirty miles. Oh, oh that's nothing. Do, doing a day. Yeah, so it's not there, too bad. It looks like there are a couple of uh, alternates or loops that you could do. Um, what, what's the what's the story with those? Yeah, so one of those is around Hay Fork. There's a there's two options for roads. One of one of them I'm not really recommending now because there do there are apparently some uh, a lot of grows, and with that comes dog you know guard dogs, and people have had a couple of encounters. Um, so. <laughs> I, I recommend sticking to Highway 3 through into Hay Fork, which is about six miles. Pretty mellow highway. When you say highway in Trinity County, it's there's not a lot of traffic. But would you then, rec- um, one of the other loops, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask if you would recommend if people uh, carry a firearm to protect themselves against the marijuana <laughs> operatives. <laughs> and the dogs. And the dogs. I, I'd, rec- I'd recommend at least walking sticks. I didn't have those on the CDT, and there was, I had a couple uh, feral dog encounters out there. <laughs> well, you know, you know the, do- the sticks, the dogs don't like the sticks because they think it's a game. You actually have to throw rocks at them. You don't actually have to yeah, hit them. Right. No. You got to throw the rock near the dog, no. and then they're like, whoa. I, I just bite them. No, this bite Janae them. bites them. The, <laughs> the sticks actually work. It's just that the you're, sticks work? It's just that you're a hobbit, See, so I was, not afraid of you. I was told uh, by, I, I did some hiking many, many years ago, in Peru, and there's a lot of dogs in Peru, and uh, you don't like you don't swat the dogs no. with the stick or anything like that. You throw rocks at them, and they'll go away from I you. I thought we were talking about loops yeah, and options the off the BFT. Please let Michael yeah. continue. <laughs> well, we're just talking. You know, you've got marijuana operatives. You know, you've got poison oak. You got marijuana operatives. You've got short stretches I, of I'm, pleasant road walking. I'm not sure what that else? a firearm is actually a good. You know, deterrent to uh, to the poison oak. No. <laughs> yes. yes. If you have like a, an Uzi, heard about that, you just blow it all out. Man. All right, all right. Let's bring it back. Bring it back to Michael, please. Michael, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so these so these these side spurs and loops are ways to see more conifer species. Okay. So they're re- they're they're alternate rec- recommendations based on uh, rarity of cool trees. Wait, 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 wait. Is there a guidebook? Yeah, yeah you guys sell a guidebook. We and, do. It's do a you, map set. It's, oh, it's okay. not a book, but it's a map set. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's it's it's on BigfootTrail.org. You can uh, I offer it several ways. We did start a nonprofit in December to oversee uh, new some. We need to do some trail maintenance out there too. So that's one of our top priorities. So anyway, the point is that I offer the map set for sale, or you get it for free if you become a member. Cool. So I don't know if it's so, free, but you get unlimited access to it if you join the Bigfoot Trail Alliance. And okay. is, um, is, so yeah, is it actually a complete trail, or are there actually some small sections that that are more or less cross country or bushwhacking? It is all existing trails. The worst section, ironically, is a national recreation trail on the Six Rivers National Forest that hasn't been maintained in twenty years. Ooh. But June twenty second, we are. Uh, Full on getting out there. We've got two different groups: the CCC, California Conservation Corps, and the Siskiyou Mountain Club. 
out of Ashland, Oregon, and uh, I'm going to rally some volunteers here pretty soon as soon as we get some official dates set. We're going to get out there. We're going to blast this eight-mile section, uh, open it up again. I'm really excited about it. If you have something we could post on our Facebook page or our Twitter feed, let us know. We'd be happy to help promote that volunteer event. Cool. I will definitely take you up on that. So I, I have a strange yeah. question. Which, All right. Which is, do, do you have a favorite tree on the trail? Yeah, dude. I was going to ask the I mean, same you're, thing. you're a conifer guy. I, I mean, there's, you said 32 species, but is there like a specific tree that you just, you, you love? I do. Yeah, it's the foxtail pine. Oh, it's Californian. Nice. It's a California endemic. You can see it in the southern Sierra. So if you've hiked the CDT, or I'm sorry, the PCT, um, one of the best places to see it is on the Chacupa Plateau in Sequoia National Park. So there's a population in, in southern California, or in the southern Sierra, and then there's a population in the Klamath Mountains. That's my favorite tree. It's a relative of the bristle cone, which yes. is the oldest living was, thing on the planet. I was going to ask that because here in Colorado we have bristle cones, and I think we're, we're familiar with bristle cones, but we're not familiar with the foxtail pine, but it looks very similar. Yeah, they are. There's, there's three species within that subsection of pines. So, bristle, two, the, the Rocky Mountain bristle cone, the Great Basin bristle cone, and the foxtail pine. No kidding. So you mentioned 32 different conifer species is there is there like a little checklist one could take with them while they're hiking along the bft and and try to check these puppies off as they see them yeah definitely i've got some of that stuff on my website i also wrote a book about the conifers of the klamath mountain region that oh. i think is the perfect companion for this trail it's called uh, conifer country and um yeah, so yeah, there's that. We also have, um, we're in the early stages of developing a plant list for the entire hike. Oh, cool. And right now we're at 1,700 species. And uh, we, I think we're going to get over 2,500 species. So basically the Klamath and the Southern Appalachians are the two most diverse temperate forests in North America. So we have um, close to 3,500 species of plants in the Klamath Mountains. And my guess is we'll, we'll get about 2,500 of those right along the trail, and right now the list is at 1,700. Mike, so pretty amazing diversity. Michael, if folks wanted to get a copy of Conifer Country, where could they find it? Um, yeah, you, you can get it on uh, conifercountry.com. I have a whole website about the Klamath Mountains and the conifer diversity. Oh, cool. And it's also on Amazon, but I don't recommend Amazon. Understood. Before we wrap things up, is there anything else about the Bigfoot Trail you want our listeners to know or that, you know, you just want to get out there? Yeah, you know, like I said, we just started our um, nonprofit, and I've been doing some grant writing. We got our first grant, um, and we're going to go out this summer, and we're going to set up six photo plots uh, in the highest, six highest points of each wilderness area. So it passes through six wilderness areas we've um I have a GIS guy that's on the board. He's identified the six highest points in those areas, and we're going to set up photo plots, and we're going to do a citizen science project where uh, we'll identify those spots, and we're going to ask hikers to take pictures in the cardinal directions. We're going to set up a database, and we're going to look at how the environment changes throughout the seasons and also across um, years, and we're going to look at climate change in these highest elevation areas. And I'm really excited to get this off the ground because I want this trail to be something that, this is my little soapbox, you know, something that connects people a little bit deeper to the natural world 
And uh, in this way, uh, you know, people can participate in that project. So look, look for that in the near future. We're gonna we're setting up dates. We have our next board meeting on May first. We're gonna set up dates to get out there. And again, that's we're gonna ask for volunteers to come join us and learn about um, the ecology of the Klamath and uh, set up these points in the wilderness areas. Oh, fantastic! Again, that website is BigfootTrail.org. Thanks so much for talking with us tonight. We really appreciate you taking time to school us on the Bigfoot Trail, and we wish you nothing but success on the trail in the future. Thank you for uh, taking the time to feature the Bigfoot Trail. I appreciate it. Uh, you bet. All right, Michael, have a good one. Good night, Michael. All right, you too. Good night. Ciao, bless. And there he goes, Michael Kaufman. I wonder if they the included door. cannabis as one of the vascular plants. <laughs> cannabis is a vascular I, I plant. So, well, I know. Yeah. I'm just curious if they... I think you'd have to, right? You would. But man, there are a lot of plants up there in the Klamath Mountains. It it sounds like a real science nerds kind of trail. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you could just. Well, it also sounds like. All day identifying plants, man. It it sounds like it could get a little interesting if you. If you don't do some of the suggested roadwalks and try yeah, to exactly. go it on your own, you, you might get some vascular plants you weren't intending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's it. That was Michael Kaufman. It's bigfoottrail.org. Guys, I'm going to go take a nap for about 20 minutes while you take a break, and then I'll, time, I'll be back. Time for a refill. Hey, guys. I think I want to spend some more time looking at this Bigfoot Trail map. Let's go to break. Hey gang, it's Connor Shreve from the Brewski Reviewski podcast, and I don't listen to the trail show. Thanks a lot, Connor. This month's show is sponsored by Hiker Trash. Are you Hiker Trash? Do you look homeless after a few months on the trail? Do you bathe in grocery store bathrooms? We are Hiker Trash, and we make stuff for you. Buy through hikers, four through hikers, our hats and shirts look better dirty. We make you look good or trashy on or off the trail, and 5% of your purchase goes back to the trails. Shop now at www.wearehikertrash.com. Sweet. Is it bad that I bathe in grocery store bathrooms even when I'm not on trail? Yeah, it is. You've bathed in co- coffee shop bathrooms, I have, too. You know, one time when we were... I just got to tell this quick story. One time when we were in Hawaii, uh, we had... we You know, we don't bring very many clothes because we're just hiking and camping, and we had just washed our clothes. So, and so, I had this, pa- this pair of shorts on, and we went. I had to go to the bathroom really bad, and we went into the grocery store, and the air conditioning there just, like, blasts, mm-hmm. you know? And the cold was it air- Safeway by any chance? No, they don't have Safeway. I don't know in what it was. I have no idea. But yeah. the cold air hit me, and I totally peed my <laughs> peed my shorts like right there. I didn't know that. And I just we had just done laundry, and I was like, "Damn!" And so I was like, "I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be right back." And I went in, and thankfully it was a single stall deal. I locked the door, and I took my <laughs> underwear and shorts off, and I washed them in the sink, and put them back on, and walked out. It was great. Is that a trail tip? Maybe. Sure. Three, when you pee your two, pants. One. If you pee your shorts in the Hawaiian grocery <laughs> store, find the single stall toilet and then you can wash. I'm just glad because. Well, I mean, if you're in Hawaii too, you can just go down to the nearest beach park and That's take true. a shower. I, I know, but we were, we were yeah. in the store and we had to do some shopping. So I'm just yeah. glad that it was a single stall because otherwise somebody would have come in. And I would have been standing there porky pigging, washing my shorts and underwear in the sink. It would have been weird. <laughs> Did you just say porky pigging? <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. when you only wear a shirt. Like Porky Pig. Uh, okay, yeah. So for guys, that's called 
Short cocky. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure whether there was like lost some it, laws or something. No, Porky Pig. I've never heard Porky of Porky Pigging. And I That's, know yeah, me neither. My, my yeah. son tends to walk around with <laughs> no underwear and just a shirt. His, first his pants disappear and then his underwear. And, you it's know, Porky Pigging. Porky yeah, he's pigging. four years old. You know, I, 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 it's cool. I got a word for it now. <laughs> I like that. I learned something new Porky tonight. Porky Pig only wears a shirt and a bow tie. Thanks, so what, what, what distinguishes Porky Pigging from shirt cocking then? I mean, uh, What's shirt cocking? Because I don't, same thing. Just, same thing. I don't yeah, really want to use that shirt, word in front of my son. Though. Same thing. Shirt cocking is just for dudes. Porky Pigging is it unisex. It goes both ways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I, I, right, porky Pigging. It's gender neutral. It's gender neutral. Yeah, man. and Porky Pigging is a little bit less offensive. It too. is. It's funny too. Shirt cocking. Sure, Porky Pigging. Sounds funny. Unless you're talking right. about a rooster, you're, you're offending people. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Good point. We got yeah. a two for tonight. Okay. We do. So our media, our trail media of this evening is a documentary called Squatching, featuring a journey towards Squatchdom, filmed by our good friend Scott Squatch Harriet back in the mid-90s. And it just so happens Squatch is also shooting a documentary on the Bigfoot Trail this summer. So let's give Squatch a call. Might even play a prank on him. I I think he would enjoy that. I think so. Yellow. I is Should we just pretend we can't hear him? <laughs> yeah, we should. We should. We haven't done that before. <coughs> Hello. Squatch, it's Disco POD, Delo and Junaid from the Trail Show. How are you, sir? I I'm doing good. How are you guys? Hello? Hello? Okay. Wait. Oh, uh, of course. Squatch? Hello. Squatch, hello? Hey, Squatch, uh, make sure you're plugged in, man. 405? Yeah. Squatch? <coughs> hold on, hold on. Gabby Does it khakis? Does it say it's connected? Hey, yeah. Squatch, can you hear yeah. us now? Did you text him to yeah, tell him we were can, calling? I can hear you. Caller 5, you're on the air. Can you hear me? Oh, Squatch, no. hey. Hey. Oh, there he is. There he is. Okay. Squatch, long time no speak, buddy. How the hell are you? You know, I think the other times when it, apparently it was my fault, I'm guessing now it was maybe your guys. I'm just... Uh, I, <laughs> that, that might have been uh, something. What, what switch is that? Where's the, where's the bottle opener? I don't know. Hello? <laughs> we keep losing that damn bottle opener, by the way. I know. Well, how, are you, how are you guys doing? We're uh, so super. We're just happy to be Fantastic, back. Fantastic, man. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, have you recovered from the... We're New not Zealand talking about that tonight. Yeah, we it's can't. Off limits. We can't talk about this. Is that a positive place. show oh, because of the pain suffered, or you're doing it on another show? We're not talking about it. Oh, okay, it <laughs> sucked. <laughs> I kind of want to know how it went too, though. Did you guys? Well, have you a should good listen time? to you the two listen to the shows. last two shows, Dilo. Oh, I, I I never listened to the trail show. <laughs> I know. Squatch, Squatch doesn't uh, either. See, Dilo is a man after my own heart. Anyway, <laughs> so Squatch, we just t we just spoke with Michael Kaufman, inventor of the Bigfoot Trail. Awesome. Yes, and he right. he kind of brought us up to speed on the trail itself. And we nice. were, we hear rumor that you might be filming a little film on said trail yeah. this summer. Can you speak to that? Tell us exactly what's going to be in it because we never watch your films. Thank you. Well, it's you know. <laughs> it for something it's uh yeah in fact uh i'm gonna interview mike for the film uh he's agreed to do that and uh yeah i wanted to do another bigfoot film i did uh, squatching about uh 14 years ago and then there was journey towards squatchdom which was this all-out parody about god i was about god 22 years ago when i was 65 and um uh, by the way squatch that is our trail media of the month is squatching 
But no one's watched it, so <laughs> we're gonna need I, you to fill it. us in oh, on did? that film too. Oh, yeah. okay. I've, I've owned a copy, and Junaid's seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I tried um, to watch it once, but I fell asleep. But but let's that, talk Bigfoot it, Trail first. I think should, I yes, Bigfoot Trail. So um, I wanted to do another film, something to do with Bigfoot, because I'm still interested in the phenomena. But I've enjoyed doing the long distance uh, hiking film. So I thought, why not combine the two? When I heard about uh, Mike's uh, creation of this route, and so uh, that's what got the 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 thing started. And I remember I promised you that. Um, I would have the Kickstarter thing going by this point, and of course, my lazy ass has not. Oh, uh, pro- that's probably it. in two days. Two days. I had to, you know, I'm writing it up and getting some photos together, and I've got to do the video thing. But, um, but I'm pretty jazzed about it because uh, I've talked to a couple of people who've done it. Uh, Sage Clegg. I don't know if you yes, know. Yes, we yeah, spoke she, to Sage. I actually talked yeah. to her. She was going to send us some audio, but she's out hiking, so it didn't work out. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Tree Hugger out of Bend, uh, yeah. aka. Spencer, she's also done it, and they said it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool trail, and um, you have a good, you know, better than a fifty percent chance of encountering some rogue pot grower with some kind of hand weapons. So yeah, we we spoke with Michael a bit about that, and apparently, it's uh, actually somewhat legit. I'm sure they'll be cool with you having a camera back there, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I just want to talk to you. That doesn't have real bullets, does it? Um, well, I mean, at least then you'll have a really good reason for why you don't have any footage of an actual Bigfoot. Exactly, because I'll be dead. And, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, hope, uh, so, um, Disco, if I do get shot by a pot girl, will you take whatever existing footage that existed at that point in time and, and edit something together for me? I will, as long as I'm not with you when said pot girl or... Because you would probably you be dead too. I'm guessing you wouldn't want any witnesses. So I can run faster than you. That's all I'm saying. Squatch, hey, man, so. Come on, I'm very quick. Disco. <laughs> does that mean that you're Scotch's uh, Godfather? Scotch. No, Scotch. I'm, I'm not Scotch or Squatch's Godfather. There. <laughs> Scotch's Godfather. Squatch's Godfather. Dilo's in his cup. Squatch. I'm just I sleep Scotch. deprived. I like that. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Like why don't we call you Scotch? I like that. <laughs> I like. I like that you call me Scotch. I don't like the drink Scotch. But I like the combination of Scotch. Wait, scotch. you don't like Scotch? I don't, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm oh never, man. Oh, I can tell you why. Here's, here's why. The first time I ever drank, best friend Dave Carter sleeps over, 15 years old. Hey, let's get in your mom and dad's liquor cabinet. He has four shots of 151 proof Scotch oh. with pearls all over the my mom's tile, and I <laughs> hate throwing up to this day. And to this day, the smell of Scotch will uh, give me a, a mild bile rush. Ooh, you know, you know what's funny is you and I have actually drank Scotch together. Shut up. Yeah. Here. Yeah, at the kickoff with my giant flask. Uh, I rest fill in it peace, full of kickoff. Rest in peace. That, that is one of the few times I've uh, imbibed since then. I just can't. I mean, I should because a lot of people I know who I respect who drinks it. You know, it's like somewhat acquired taste, but I haven't reached that level yet. We'll get you so, there, buddy. We'll get you there. All right, All right let, so let's get back to the uh, why. Why squatch on the phone? <laughs> Hashtag bile rush. Hashtag bile rush. <laughs> um, uh, so okay, back to the Bigfoot Trail. You're filming a documentary on the Bigfoot Trail this summer. Yeah. What can yeah. you tell us? Okay, so so the the idea is basically this. I want to. Uh, there's basically seven sections of it. Uh, that I want to do with various friends, uh, hopefully you guys, and of course D'Lo and Mags, and and whoever, who else is there with you? Janaid. She is, is that a she or a <laughs> uh, It's special. Special, 41. 
Hey, dude, how are you, man? I didn't know you could speak up. Yeah, I, I yeah. Actually, he just talked to you about drinking squat, a scotch. Scotch. I can't tell voices. To, I, mean. I mean, to be fair, though, when we were drinking that scotch, I think some squatch had been drinking some something besides scotch. A little some shine, if you will. Perhaps a little smack. No. I think it was Robitussin, actually, but I don't know. But you should come out for this thing, too, dude, when they come out in... Uh, well, uh, who else is going to be in your movie? If I, you know I was planning on just going out there with a Bigfoot costume <laughs> and seeing if I could antagonize <laughs> you. And yeah, you know, you guys have already started planning uh, something like that. And, I, and uh, just to uh, for any viewers out there who may be interested in one day seeing this film, I I'm probably won't be having anybody intentionally dress up in a uh, a costume because you got. I mean, you guys know, and I think I've said it on the show. I mean, I love to joke and stuff, but but I like. I'm serious about this phenomenon and think it's there is something to it. In fact, Special 41, I remember having a good discussion about that at uh, the kickoff one time and and how uh, I think it's feasible and especially in that area. Yeah. So I actually one of the things I wanted to ask you was which part of the Bigfoot Trail do you think it's most likely for someone to encounter a Bigfoot that or half because I mean, I know that whole area ha- has a lot of different, you know, sightings and reports and stuff. I mean, so are any of those hot spots like kind of right on top of the trail? Well, in my opinion, the last chunk basically, and for those of you not familiar, the, the Bigfoot trail basically wanders up, starts from the Yola Boli wilderness, goes pretty much due north, overlaps the PCT for a while. You know, it goes through the Trinity Alps wilderness, mountain wilderness, goes to Syed Valley, and then it starts yeah, to base. Yeah, we're well schooled, man. We, we, we just talked to part. Michael Kaufman. Come on. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, so from that point, I would say where the border is, out okay. through the ocean, that would be the Oh, that's place. the Bigfoot that's country. That's prime time. From the Oregon yeah, crossing. and Oh, wow. It's the thing that happened to me that's in Squatching 24 years ago, there's a, a part on the trail that it comes within about 15, 20 miles of where that happened. So I, I think, in my opinion, uh, I think there's a probability now, there are some squ- things like that out there. Squatch, are you in the kill or no-kill camp? Sam, as you know, I believe, I am, I'm a pretty adamant no-kill dude. I used to believe, oh, we need a specimen, but... If, in fact, these things exist, uh, I don't think, obviously, there's a lot of them. And I just think it's kind of and selfish to uh, kill something merely to prove it. Now, it would probably go on to help preserve the species. But I think there is uh, another way to do it, which is just using more and more high-tech gadgetry to uh, garner some uh, hair samples and perhaps – you know, trained midgets dressed in Ewok maybe, costumes. Maybe like a drone with uh, some tranquilizer darts or something. Uber, man. Exactly. Just take an Uber there. I hear Amazon's <laughs> going to be doing some stuff. With some Are drones. you in the mate or no mate camp? Jim, uh, hey, look. <laughs> how much scotch is involved. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Scotch. But, I uh, mean, that, what, what, if a sh- what if a she Bigfoot showed up on your Tinder would you swipe left or right? <laughs> left or right, Squatch. Gun to your head. There, there was one. Uh, she went by Snatch Squatch. And, uh, uh, she was hot. Okay. You know. okay. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. So wait a minute. Let me figure out where we were. Okay. Bigfoot Trail. You're shooting a documentary. When will the film be ready for viewers to see? Oh, you are. Just you pop right ahead there. My hope this year, and as you, as a fellow filmmaker, uh, and uh, you know, as you know, the editing process takes quite a bit of time. But uh, yeah. I really 
This one I would really like to have out before Christmas. Mm. So what I'm doing, the you know, normally you go out for four or five months, like on the AT or the PCT or when I went to Iceland or whatever. All films are available, by the way, at SquatchFilms.com. And, um, is that SquatchFilms.com? Knock it in. Is uh, I do do a chunk with some friends, come back to LA for a little bit, edit, log. So edit, log, and hike as it goes along instead of just doing the whole thing. And there I have this, what, you know, 30 hours of footage to wade through for, and put together over a four to five month period. It is mind numbing at times, yeah. especially when you live with your 84 year old uh, parents. <laughs> so uh, uh, that's that's the plan because I, I am thinking about this, as far as the next project, I would really like to go do something in Australia like early next year, uh, like Tasmania, um, wow. the Beeblebum Trail, and then there's, there's a trail in the middle of um, uh, Australia called the Lara Pinta. And I've talked to Swami about these, and he thinks they're doable if you start doing something around um, around that. And, of course, you guys would love for you guys to come along. I'm oh, sure you're still looking forward to going back somewhere near New Zealand as soon as possible. Um <laughs> Oh, man, you know. you know too much, Squatch. You know too much. Sounds well, like he does listen to the trail show. Yeah, I think he has listened to a few shows. So, Squatch, yes. we got to switch gears, and we got to talk to you about this film yes. you made in the mid-'90s called Squatching. Well, because... actually, I made it in 2002, but you were close. Well, wait a minute. Isn't the footage from the mid-'90s? Yeah, footage is from 92. Okay. That's when it happened. That was 20. It'll be 24 years ago this October. So give our listeners a brief overview of what the film is about and of your encounter that's captured right. on the film. We'll try to be brief. It's hard to do this briefly. But anyway, the, the film is a serial comic view. In other words, I, I did Journey Towards Squatchdom first, which is a total like pre-daily show, daily show type thing, because what inspired me there was I was into the Bigfoot stuff, but I also was a comic at the time. And I just, you know, I'd meet people. I've seen Sasquatch 19 times. He comes down with metal on his face. So I wanted <laughs> to make fun of that because it it, it would, you know, take away credence from the possibility that such things exist. So Squatching was like a hybrid. I wanted to have serious elements of it, but also to have fun with it, too. So uh, part of that film is about something that happened to me in 92, which in a nutshell, I found out very, very happenstantially, that's a word, uh, about these two kids that had had a sighting. Um, so I went up within 48 hours and interviewed both of them with a buddy of mine and we interviewed them separately. They were very believable and there was no contradictions in the story. Uh, talk to the dad. The dad says, look, I know when my son's lying, it was lying. And this was like a, a full out if they were telling the truth, like they saw this thing a hundred feet away from them. So came back three weeks later after getting permission from the people who own this private land. And when we talked to them, we just went up, we told them exactly what the kids had told us. So let's just tell them. And as soon as we said that, they looked at us and went, oh, we know they're there. Like totally matter of fact, like she was talking about. Really? It. They were good. And I, and I asked if they had had sightings. They said, no, we've lived here 35 years, but we have had a couple of friends who we would consider very reliable who've had uh, each had a nighttime sighting of a, of a road crossing. So um, anyway, we go up. The, the kids had the, this sighting. It was at the base of this hill. We we went up uh, to the top of this gnarly, jungly, trailless hill. It took us like an hour and a half 
to get to the top because we wanted to get to these logging roads where you could see from the base of this valley. Man, you're giving the, the whole so, movie away, Squatch. You're giving no, no, it. Dude, she told you it's hard to condense. You can't, you know. So anyway, we went up to look for footprint evidence. When we got near the top of the hill, all of a sudden we both saw this thing staring at us low down. He's laughing. Sorry, sorry I, I, just, I just fell asleep, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dilo lost it, man. I just fell asleep. Sorry, I'm sorry. I got Continue, little please, kids, squash, man. Please. It has nothing to do with the film. He's got two little kids at home. I got little it's kids. Okay. I was up late last night by myself listening to podcasts. It's my own fault. Saw, saw uh, an animal whose eyes, myself and the other guy who was with me, uh, there was this glowing red eye phenomena that happened. I mean, I saw that. That's, I saw that with my eyes. And it was connected. As soon as I saw that, and immediately after I changed my underwear, probability <laughs> that this was perhaps one of these things increased. When I first saw that, we saw the eyes for a bit, but it was relatively low. So you're not thinking like squatch. It's just like, what is this thing looking at it? But it wasn't a bear. It wasn't acting like a bear. Very still, slightly moving its head back and forth. It was kind of shadowed. But as soon as we made a move toward it, this red friggin' like somebody taking a drag on two lit cigarettes in each of the eyes happened. And as soon as that happened, it was like the probability for me, having read about a lot of this phenomena, uh, increased quite a bit that this could be, in fact, one because it has been commonly reported. Native American legends, people who've seen these on roads at night up close, they report this bizarre red, reddish eye glow. Hmm. Uh, What's up with that? Why, why red eye glow? Some people, I don't attribute anything supernatural to this phenomena. I think it has to do with uh, the shape of a particular animal's eye and it just the way the light refracts back. It appeared, it seriously appeared bioluminescent. It was 2.30 in the afternoon and uh, it was shadowed. But it really glowed. I mean, if you've been in a dark and moving theater and you see an exit sign, how red that is, about 60% of the intensity huh. of exit sign. So that was freaky. <clears throat> then shortly after that, like within a few minutes, Daryl got additional. I shot footage with my high eight, a high eight camera. Thank you. Whoa, Darryl, high eight. Huh? I know. And when it gets worse, Daryl had brought his VHS camera with him. Again. Looking just for uh, for uh, footprint ev- evidence, and he peripherally catches something out of the corner of his eye, starts taping. I can't see what he's taping because I've moved 15 feet. It's super dense up there. He tapes for about 30 seconds, starts crying. This guy's, you know, 32 year old guy, father of four. He's yeah, oh, totally, dude. He was like, his voice goes up an octave. He's pointing. I can't see what you know because I'm over to the side. Camera lowers. He's looking at me. Tears are in his eye. He's now whispering. He goes, dude, it's right there. And I'm like, holy God. Now I'm trying to contain myself. We have no pepper spray. There's no weapons. We're way the hell up this hill. So I try to calm him down because I'm starting to get, you know, the heebie-jeebies pretty bad. So I said, let's get the hell off the hill. Let's go look at the videotape. And when you look at the videotape, you can see about, I would say 90% of the people I've shown this to can see this. Others are refusing to see it or they just don't see it. D-Lo. Uh, their dealer, of course, uh, is too much scotch. And uh, <laughs> there's a humanoid shape, uh, a shoulder, arm, and then you have a head tilt that came out. Uh, that it, 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 only two explanations looking at this video come to mind. It's either a guy in a suit, of which, if that was the case, special 41. And I'm willing to take any and all uh, lie detector tests to go on the record for that. I'm not paying for it, but I'll take them if anybody wants to offer it. 
Um, you see the shape, and, the, and, the, and one of the compelling things about it is that the color of it matches how the kids described it at the base of the hill a few weeks earlier. It was a light, uh, lightly colored, beigeish, grayish color, which if you look at the totality of sightings of when people have come forth with uh, purported Sasquatch sightings, a small percentage, let's say 5 to 10% report these light colored ones. So, so, so that's about as condensed as I can get. That's what happened. That was, anyway, that back was to amazing. Dude, well, you saw a Sasquatch, and hence you started calling yourself Squatch. I can't believe this. Well, this is amazing. Let me ask you, as far as quality of the film goes, how does Sasquatching the road uh, to Squatchdom... Squatching. Squatching the road to Squatchdom compare... Journey towards Squatchdom. Journey towards Squatchdom. How does it compare... What kind of interview is this? <laughs> Quality-wise, quality quality wise, how does it compare to, say, Snow Beast? <laughs> Have you seen Snow Beast, it's, by the way? Yeah, first of all, Snow Beast is scripted. Um, sure. Oh, Snow Beast is whole. It was, now are you talking about what, are you talking about the film itself or the or the the figure in the film now in the video? Nick Redfern of Phenomena Magazine calls squatching monumentally funny. It's actually called Journey Towards Squatch. Well, you do your research, man. It, I you're fifteen um, minutes late. You, Journey Towards Squatch to be called <laughs> monumentally. And, and I, I want to point out the late great Sasquatch seeker Renee Dahinden described Journey Towards Squatchum as the funniest damn thing on Bigfoot I've seen. <laughs> right again, to differentiate because half your listeners are are stoned. Is uh, <laughs> half? Well, well, I mean, to be fair, the other half are, are drunk. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Journey towards Squatchdom is the parody that was done first. That was done in '94, and Squatching was done eight years later, and that was a mix. Oh, okay. Of- so, yeah. Squatching is serious. So, there's no quotes on Squatching on. I- Listen before, uh, yeah, no, it's a serio comic. Here, I'll leave you time, let you look that up in the dictionary. It's uh, a mix of being serious. We don't creative. have dictionaries, Squatch. We're not a hundred years old. We use Google. <laughs> well, 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 what a dig, <laughs> Squatch. I apologize on behalf of the trail show. Seriously, 24 hours a day, gotta be a living. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world, Squatch. Welcome. That's because you're a saint. You're saintly. But right. she's she's good hearted. We all know that. Somewhere okay. deep anyway, down in the yeah. in that dark cavity so, of Squatch. Of speaking heart. of squatchfilms.com, you know the, the <laughs> Ooh, thank you. You totally made up for it right see? there. I uh so I when I heard that the kickoff party was gonna be canceled this year, I wondered how are you going to supplement your income? I know you usually sell five or six DVDs over the course of the weekend. So how are you going to... You get total at at least like 13, 14. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, the man is Scotch. I mean, Scott Harriet. No, I like, I like Scotch. Can we just the, call this guy Scotch? The website is Squatchfilms.com. Squatchfilms.com. Go, go get yourself a copy of Squatching. It's on DVD and... Check out his film on Iceland. It just came out. And, Squatch, we'll be seeing you out in NorCal later this summer. All right. Drag a D-Lo and Special out with you. We will. I'll do my we'll best. We'll try our best. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it my best shot. I'll bring all, all, my, right. I'll bring all my children. <laughs> and, and a llama. llama. <laughs> days of our lives. Okay. All right, man. A- Have a good evening. Good night, Squatch. Right, you too. Thanks, guys. All right. Good night. Bye. Boo. And wow. there he goes.
Scott Harry. Wow. That was a really great interview. Wow. Quality. It was just off the rails, though. It was good. Scott yeah. Chariot right there. You know, <laughs> I, I like that he's earned a new trail name at I this know. point, too. He's I know. Scotchy Squatch. Scott, it's just Scotch. Yeah. You know, Scotch. Scotch Chariot. He's kind of like Barry Sanders. You can put a defensive perimeter around him, but you can't contain him. Is that sports ball? What? Barry Sanders? Sure. He De- loves to use this analogy, even Detroit though nobody Lions? gets it. No one? Okay. Moving right along. I, 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 I heard Bernie Sanders, man. <laughs> I, I got to debut this new segment. Okay. Let's right. get to the new segment. There's all these DVDs Dion, that you can watch on SquatchFilms.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I've, I've been wanting to do this segment since the trail show's inception in 2012. And, and what has prevented you? Was it... Well, we never had a phone line yeah. for people to call in. We've always been able to call out, Okay. We call people on Skype. The connection's always lousy. There's like, people there's like various us. things. But yeah, wait, wait, Andrew Coffin was folding laundry or something. Yeah, there what was, was a little. Doing? Bit, I don't. I think he was. I think it was. Uh, ten Beauty. What was his plans. name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Kaufman. I think he was. Andy he was Kaufman is. Ben was attending his marijuana plants. I mean, come on, guys. You know, he's probably right. got some really nice conifers growing around the outside of them, so you can't see them. So I've actually set up a way for people to call us, and for our first time ever, I'm debuting the trail line segment. Ooh! Oh man! Okay. And we're whoa, gonna it's whoa! Really loud. We're gonna go to a caller right now. Where's this caller calling from? Um, this guy I think is out of Nebraska. So Nebraska. Is he calling in? It sounds like we're dialing wait, out. Wait, wait, hang on, hang this on. Is, hang this on. is the set. This is like. We're in his world now. He's like picking up the phone. I'm gonna call a trail show tonight. I don't want to talk Hold to these on. guys. Dilo, D- quit mashing <laughs> your fingers on the phone, man. It's not me. What the heck? Hold on. Hang, hang tight. <laughs> no, it's Sorry, we're, having, we're having technical <laughs> difficulties here. Rotary is beyond technical. Oh yeah, yeah. Hello, caller. Are you there? <laughs> Dilo, hold on, hold on, Dilo, Dilo, Dilo. <laughs> We've lost. We're down at Elo. We've lost. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, I'm back. All right, let me try this again. All right. <laughs> We're dialing again. <laughs> <laughs> so picture the man in this house right now who's saying to himself, "I'm going to call the trail show, and I'm going right, to ask him a really important." Brian, question. it's the trail show. Go ahead. I don't think you have. Hello, is this Dilo? Yeah, this is Dilo. Wait, 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 what happened? Hold on. Did we just hang up on him? Did we lose him? What is this, dude? Oh man. I think we're gonna have to work harder on this segment. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe we'll need a script. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I got this. I Are you going to try again? Yeah, I got this. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm so confused. I don't know what's happening. Because we're, I thought, Wait, I we, thought they we were totally, We got this. It's Brian from Nebraska. I, trust me, we got this. Why are we dialing? He's supposed to be calling in. Hold on. Hello, is this Dino? Do you... <laughs> Sorry, you have reached a number that has been disconnected. 
disconnected or is no longer in service. Dude, you need to check your cell phone provider or whatever, because that's uh, that's some. Man, this is so messed up. There's a lot of drop calls. I had this dialed in before the show. I think we're going to have to move on a little segment. Hold on, hold on. We might have to remove this segment and try it again next No, trail line is going to happen. Like, this has been my vision for the trail show since. Since day one, we can we can do this. We can do this. Hold on, one, just give Sounds me one like more. Someone time. just came in the room. Yeah, right. We got this. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Are we doing double duty for your call center job? Is that what's here happening here? Hello, Dilo. Oh, <laughs> oh man. man, this is junk, Dilo. This is you told me the Wi-Fi worked here. Dump, dump the four one one call log. Dump it. Press the dump button. It's the red one, dude. By the way, if you look at D'Lo from the side, he looks like the Lorax. He's got crazy eyebrows. Oh, I know. Now that you mention it. Yeah. I'm so pissed. I think it's time. That's it. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Look. Finally. My promise to you, Trail Show Nation, is next month. I will have this thing figured out and dialed in, and we will get Brian from Nebraska back on the line. Yeah, we, sorry about that, Brian. That's wow. And you know, we'll put our number up on uh, the Facebook page so that. And I tell you what, we'll let you know when we're taping next month. So mm-hmm. if anybody wants to call in, it's all fives. Yep, yeah, they can call five, five, in. Five 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 five. No, no, no. I no, thought no. it was we'll, eight we'll six seven five three zero nine. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Eight six seven five three zero nine. I tell you what, let's go to We're break. Performing an acapella group. When, when we come back, we got mailbag, we got shoutouts, and we got Delo's Ask a Hiker. The Trail Show will be back. show less gear more beer so while disco while dilo was sleeping we, we opened two more beers uh what we get oh no this one we already did that one we already did we did the old rasputin which is not a michigan beer. a michigan beer but good nonetheless north coast brewery the russian imperial stout and I which think was pretty pretty thick I, what was the other one the dark horse imperial style well, we had three from dark horse tonight we had the scotty I karate it, i think it was the imperial style that we also yeah. opened i think you're they right. were all great so thank you frito roll tide garcia thank you frito roll tide garcia i'm glad i woke up and was able to drink one of your beers and due to a huge volume of requests we're bringing back itunes top five go back to sleep dude. picking right up where I we left off thanks I love this. So we're going all the way back to July of last summer to pick up where we left off. The first one is from Tomato the Great. Beauchart. That's our good friend, Tomato Beauchart. He says, five stars, scarily good. This podcast is so good. I find myself waking up every night and screaming, ah, 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 for 30 seconds or so. And I'm talking bear attack voice. Not marmot brushing up against your tent <laughs> voice. Wow, that's uh, that's an endorsement. Keep up the good work. All right, Richigan One Million says, "Great job, five stars." Pod, I may hold the FKT for the Potawatomi Trail. Potawatomi oh, Trail. Oh wow, look at that. That's a Michigan trail, right? Yeah, it is. He says, "Completed it in just shy of four hours." 
That's pretty good. I think it's like 17 and a half miles. He goes on to say, couldn't take the summer off for the AT, so I'm driving from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, go heels, to Copper Harbor, Michigan in three weeks. Solo on Isle Royale. Nice. And just as a footnote, Copper Harbor is the first place I saw the Northern Lights. Boom, bam. He goes on and finishes up by saying, may try my luck at an FKT on the Greenstone Ridge. Guessing that would be a couple of days. Great show. Keep it up. All right. We got Lydiot, who says, <laughs> that's, that's a great, if that's a trail name, that's a great trail name. Lydiot says, five stars, approach with caution. <laughs> I came for the trails and stayed for all that good, good beer. And then the next thing I know, I'm above Treeline for the first time with my wife and kids on a Colorado hiking vacation, signing up for trail work on the North Country Trail and nice. laughing and laughing to myself about all sorts of nonsense. Beware and thank you. Lydia. I like it. I like, I like it. Right on, man. All right. Negative touch. That's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> also a crime in 37 states. Uh, negative touch. I think that was Bill Cosby right then. You see? What they're touching and putting in the drink, and then you just take advantage of them like that now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. Hold on. I think Bill Cosby just came in the room. I didn't know. Ladies had- and gentlemen, William Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's a jello pudding pop. Okay. Negative touch says five stars, no word of a lie. He says, I haven't been backpacking in 30 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I like to drink beer. That's going to be you, D-Lo, in like 25 years. <laughs> hey, where's that get on no, a I, trail I go sound? He twice needs to get year. on a trail. Twice a year, P.O.D., twice a year. There you go. Let me just, let me start again. Yeah, please do. That first line, is a that's a bumper sticker. He said, a negative touch says, I haven't been backpacking in 30 years, but I like to drink beer. There we go. That's one of our listeners. You know what? I'm just, I'm just going to leave. Well, hey, he, got, he says... Two uh, demographics, right? That's right. Yeah. Oh, no, let me read this whole thing. I haven't been backpacking in 30 years, but I like to drink beer. I can take two years to read a single book, and I have landscaping <laughs> projects with no end in sight. <laughs> Dilo, this is a man... I know. We should hang out. speaks to your heart. this guy. This, is, he, is he 80 years old? I don't know, but he okay. says... This podcast speaks to the reality of my life. <laughs> Dilo, did you actually pen this? No, I did not. Okay, but did you pay someone no. to do it? No. no. Okay. I have written an iTunes top ten <laughs> review, though, in somebody else's name before. That was read on the show. But it wasn't negative touch. No, it was not negative touch. Okay. Was it Bob Hooterfish? Because oh, that was a I great I forget one. who it was. It was somebody that was trying to belittle P.O.D. How dare you? <laughs> how, how dare him? Okay, and last but not least, Dan Bortz, a gentleman. Bortz! I've met Dan before. He's a cool guy. Five stars, my first ever podcast subscription. Oh. He says, I never listened to any podcast until I downloaded the most recent TTS episode to get me through a 12-hour overnight work shift. Now I'm steadily and unsystematically working my way through the back catalog. I like it. Nice that it's unsystematic. I I mean, you know, choose your own adventure, man. That's right. Love the trail talk and the beer discussion is always on point. I even enjoy D-Lo's lawn care inject- interjections, even though I'm much more of a minimalist in that field. Hmm. It took everything I had not to drop my rating to four stars, though. Come on, Mags. A gear review on oxygen. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Andy Skirka gave Mags a hard time for that, yeah, that oxygen so interview. So... 
you know, Dan, you're in good company. I'll just leave it at that. All right, that's iTunes review. Now, let's go right into mailbag, shall we? All right, that music can only mean one thing. It means that Delo's falling asleep. Delo's out, and we're doing mailbag. He's yes. nodding. He's nodding. So let me people. explain. We've gotten probably several letters in the last five months. I just picked a few, so there you go. Did you pick good ones, random yes, ones? Yes, I did. What about the people whose letters you didn't pick? Too bad. Wow. People don't like me. They'll like me even less now. Tough love. There we go. Suck it up, buttercup. All right. So this first one is from Josh from Ohio. Dear Trail Show, I am a severely overweight 36-year-old father of two who used to love being outside and hated coming in when the streetlights came on. About seven months ago, I befriended an experienced hiker and outdoors man who I've become great friends with. Somewhere along the way, he introduced me to your show, and I'm already up to episode 17. I use it for motivation during my commute. Oh, nice. Since starting to hike with my new trail bud and listening to your show, I've been reinvigorated, and my first hiking bucket list is to hike all the trails near the house I grew up. I spent hundreds of hours in those trails and can't wait to rediscover them. In the meantime, I am becoming a regular at the various metro parks near my house. From a hiker with less than 100 miles under my belt, Thanks for your sh- thanks your sh- for your show. Really appreciate it. That's very cool. Yeah, it's good. People getting motivated doesn't. I always I always tell people when through hikers are getting snobby about other people as they do sometimes. I say, you know what? We all started somewhere. That's right. Hey, you Everyone's know what? Everyone's got to start somewhere. I, I feel like if you're outside putting one foot in front of another and smiling, that's right. You're doing it right. That's yeah. right. That's how D-Lo If you're crying, you might also be doing it right. But if you're smiling, you know you're doing it right. Well, That's right. When D-Lo hikes the Boulder Super Slam, he always smiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. This one is from Chickpea. I know Chickpea, but p- go yeah. ahead, please. Hi, Disco and POD. My wife and I are AT1999 alumni. We remember meeting Disco, but it was brief because he was moving faster than we were. Probably Chick- to a privy. Chickpea and Honeydew. Your show is like a morning radio show that actually talks about things I'm interested in. I've heard every episode and enjoy them all. It is constantly motivating me to keep getting out there. Keep up the good work. In episode 46, you apologize for the negativity in episode 45, and you shouldn't. 45 was one of my favorite episodes because it showed true feeling. D-Lo too. D-Lo is one of D-Lo's favorites. That's why I liked it so much. I don't know if you listen to, quote, Sounds of the Trail, unquote, best of new group of 2015 hiking podcasts. I do. But last year when Sina injured herself and recorded herself hiking and crying, it was one of the most memorable episodes. As through hikers, we know that hiking is not all sunny days and meadows. It was nice to hear you getting beaten down by the Tararoa because we have all been there. We, have long, we love long distance hiking, but there are those days and weeks where motivation is a little more difficult to find. The difference between a successful thru-hiker and someone that quits the trail is perseverance and hiking through the bad days and not getting forced off from injury. Thanks for the great episode, and thanks for keeping it real. Chickpea. That's so cool. Like I, I barely remember running into Chickpea and Honeydew on the AT in 99. I mean, that was 17 years ago. I'm stoked that they listened to the show. Like I, you know, yeah. had, no, had no idea. And and I actually had several people email me about that about that show, that particular show thing, and them saying you shouldn't apologize for being so negative, and it's just it just shows that it was like your true feelings. Well, it, it can't all be chocolate and rainbows. I know, you know? I know, I, mean, I know. The, it, but this was this was no chocolate and rainbows. Dilo told <laughs> but us that's the reality. It was one yeah, of his yeah, favorite, yeah for know? sure. It was. It really was. I enjoyed that one where you guys are just. 
It was a funeral unhappy. deal. Unhappy. <laughs> you were very unhappy. I liked it. Maybe yeah. you liked yeah. it, it was because rough. we were suffering. And, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you were drinking IPAs at your Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so for our third mailbag item, Dilo, can you explain what happened? Okay. So it was a weekday. Oh, I was not at home. My wife and my children were at home. A large black diesel truck rumbled up in front of my house. I'm told the diesel truck had four wheels in the back. It was big. Okay. Two people got out with a big cardboard box, and they were startled to see my wife and children staring at them. Hey, this, uh, this, this package is for the trail show, they said. And they just kind of left it on my doorstep. And Leo, my son, was just so excited. He wanted to see what was in this package. <laughs> but we had to wait until I got home. So when I got home... A few hours later, I see this gigantic package in, in my house, and I hear this story. And I say, who could this be? Who would drop these things off at my house? This is so odd. Well, whoever it was was not expecting my wife and children to be there because they were a little startled. But they left their package there, and in the package was three posted signs, one <coughs> sign that says something oh, yeah. about cattle, what does it say? It says cattle in pasture keep gate closed at all times. And on the back, two things. One quote, there's a quote from, I think from Mags. But anyway, the history of cattle grazing rights on public land in the West goes back a long way. And, <laughs> Is that what the quote says? Yes. And they've also taped the two nails that obviously held this sign to some post <laughs> to so, the sign. Such a oh, yeah. great point of detail. Oh, there, yes. You know, very I mean, nice. Like a sign is one thing, but, but to have the nails. It, it, the, so package, the package itself was very thorough. Now, was it wrapped like in a lot of bubble wrap and, and yeah. a lot of plastic? Correct. Probably because they realized was that they don't bow? like that stuff. Uh, because I think I talked about oh, that once. Oh, yeah. And these people mm. are. Whoever these people were, the stalkers. Let's just call them stalkers. They knew where you lived. They knew man. where I lived. Um, but they didn't know that my wife and child... How does Wendy feel about that? Uh, she thought it was kind of funny. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. good. Because it was, it was harmless, right? Right, right, right. Um, you know, if it was... The, Malicious. Then it'd be scary. Okay. But it wasn't, so I have to watch out for my fame. <laughs> it's true, Dilo. You're getting Famous. quite popular. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, um, I'm right up there with Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. But <laughs> Todd Glass. It's true. I know. Tim Ferriss. And know. also they you have included two bottles of cider from, what does it say on this? Oh, from it's the Clackamas, right? From Washington State. Yes. country? Yeah. So it says, there's a note in here. So here's the note that POD is going to read. Dear Trail Show, we've been listening to your show for quite a while now, so I thought I ought to drop you a line. Stumbling onto your podcast has been good for us up here in God's country. I mean... What better introduction to trails and techniques than by you and your guests? Your silly sidetrack style keeps us guessing, but it's your sarcasm that really seems to strike a chord with the more conservative among us. I can tell by the delighted awe in their faces that they not only take you seriously, but feel an honest-to-goodness kinship toward y'all. They said to me, they said to me, they said, take heart that not all is lost among the younger generation in these trying of times. You can catch them reminiscing about Dilo's segment a while back with Donald Trump. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Speak of the devil. That really sealed the deal. It's not uncommon to hear a sudden loud declaration. Them trail show folks. Them's good people. <laughs> Welp. 
I got to set back, get back to my cross fencing. But before I sign off, just a word of advice for you and your listeners. Heed the signs up here in God's country. You'll see all types, and they're, all, they're a scattered all over tarnation. They mean one thing and one thing only. Keep out. We couldn't think of anything better to show our appreciation for your bro- broadcast than to give you each a bona fide, straight out of the West, no trespassing sign. Hope you always feel welcome on your hikes up here. Love, Swami's God's Country. Hello, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, Donald. <laughs> oh God! You, you called me. What's what's up? What I called? Uh, yeah, it's uh, big. It's successful. It's good. Donald Trump's up. All right. <laughs> I think we actually just got butt dialed there. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Because it kind of sounded like I didn't he was really talking out of his that, That's cool Donald that Trump. they they dug that. That was like in October, September that a, that initial Donald Trump call. I yeah. think they were referencing there. Yep. So wow! So, 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 so this truck just pulls up at your house, and they drop off some some cider, and, and we got all these cool signs on this signs. card. Yeah. And the cider's good because we ran, actually ran out of beer. So I actually really like this cider. It's really it's good. A, it's a snowdrift from Washington State hard cider. Snowdrift. So uh, yeah, snowdrift is the name. It's seven point eight percent by volume. So that's pretty. Uh, it's so, stiff. It's good. Yeah. Um, Stiffy. It, it's called the Cliff Breaks <laughs> Blend, so I'm not sure whether they have a lot of other blends, hmm. but it's it's called Bold and Assertive. I would Ooh. agree with that. So it's quite lovely. If you it's like nice, if you like bold assertive ciders, yeah. this might be the one. And for I you. will say it's a nice follow up because Frito sent us all these really spectacular beers, but they're all pretty dark and you yeah. know heavy. heavy. Yeah. So this is a nice. It's like the dessert from the beer. She hiker. Fritos was the main course. Now we're having the dessert. I like it. All right. That's all I have. Oh, but, wait. I have shout outs too. Oh, yeah. Should Please. I do that? Okay. Who, or you have donors? I have, uh, yeah, donors. We so some, We okay. have some donators this month? That's right. So we have donors. I'm going to list all the people who have at some point been monthly donors in the last six months. Dilo just went to sleep. Yeah, we lost Dilo, but please continue. Okay. Diane Pinkers, who, by the way, was the first person to be a monthly donor and has also been the first person to re-enlist in our new monthly donor program. I'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Russ Kinder. Russ Kinder. Craig Gully. Gully. What a guy. Justin Knowles. Knowles quality. Gringo Madness, who, by the way, his... (laughs) Gringo Madness. He has the same name as our Kiwi friend. Loco Gringo. (laughs) Ingrid Gerard. Gerard. She brought us the heady topper. I think that's Gerard. Gerard? And yeah. now I'm missing an R. It's Gerard. Oh, really? Should I roll yeah. some R's? Oh, okay. Gerard. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you roll some more R's? Just Get for fun. Gerard. <laughs> All right. David. Gerard. David Vitti. David Vitti. Fettuccine. Matt Murray. Murray. Samuel Emery. Emery. Joshua Bowden. Karen Huss. Mark Strobel. Ken Steinhoff. Steinhoff. North Cascades Hiker. That guy. Laura Weiss. Elizabeth. Higanti. <laughs> Buddy Sussums. Sussum. Mark Daigle. Daigle. Wayne Norman. <laughs> Charles Huff. Huff. And. Huff some glue, Charles. Scooby Doo. Bernard Wolf. Wolfie. Bernie Wolf. Wolf. Uh, Bernie Wolf. Bernie Wolf. <laughs> Hi, Bernie. 
<laughs> also known as Gummy Bear. Yep. Not to be confused with Bernie and Sanders. We That's have, right. We have our one-offs. Please, uh, we please. have Craig and Dennis Stanton. Yeah. Which they should really be in the monthly because they supported oh, us every man. month for the last six months while we were in New Zealand. They yeah. live there. Uh, Gregory H. Smith, Wes Phillips, George Berry, Jeffrey Caldwell, Rudolph The Red-Nosed Reindeer. Geechick? Had a very yeah, shiny sure. nose. That, that looks right. Doesn't it? Yeah. Laura Pound, Richard Barker. 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 Richard Barker. <laughs> Richard Barker. You don't get in the boat, Richard Barker. <laughs> Richard Barker. <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Kelly, Eric K, William oh, Brokob, and Brokob. Brokaw. That's yep. interesting. Brokaw. Bro- Any relation Bro-Cob. to Tom Brokaw? <laughs> or is it yes. Brokaw? Like, do you suppose Richard Barker had any, Maybe, any relation to Bob Barker? Barker? Do you know I, Michael Brokaw? I thought it was Brokaw. Like, <laughs> I thought it was Brokaw, too. Yeah, yeah. Like chick, like, uh, Unless it's like one of those abbreviated CK sounds like uh, Brokob. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, could be. I have Bye. no idea. Yeah. Who knows? And Michael Eglin, who is old dirty. ODGB. Yep, old dirty gold bond. All right. right so on, just so everybody knows, along with some of the changes that we made, we had to set up a new PayPal account. So for those of you who were monthly donors before, you're you will have received a notice that your PayPal payment was canceled. Because we have a new account. And I tried to email everybody that was on the list, but I don't know. I missed some people, I think. So if you got that notice, then no big deal. Just if we you switched got accounts. That notice <laughs> and you wanna give us all of your money, send it in. <laughs> so if you would like to continue being a monthly donor, you need to go back to our our webpage and click on the PayPal button. But there's no pressure. Yep, no pressure no at pressure. all. No pressure. We appreciate all the support. We just want you to listen. We just want you to listen to this free content. That's right. And yeah. You know, you could tell your friends too if you want. Yes. And your neighbors. Yeah. That's right. Coworkers. Your parents. Random people on the streets. And if you see Richard Parker, you should probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give him a again. high five. Yep. Okay. Hey, Richard. <laughs> all right. All right. It's Ask a Hiker with D'Lo, ladies and gentlemen. He's the back. O- the only All section right. where he stays awake the whole time. D'Lo, how many questions did you get this month? I have three questions this month here. The first one is question one. Rachel Sager writes via email, Dear Trail Show, I have one quick question. I'm planning my first ever through hike, and I'm planning on doing the PCT Bigfoot Trail and the John Muir Trail all in one season. My plan is to leave in mid-March for the PCT and finish in the end of July. The BFT, also known as the Bigfoot Trail, in August, and the JMT in September. Is this too much for one season? I'm used to hiking 20 to 25 miles a day. Thanks for doing the podcast. It's rekindled my love of thru-hiking and to have the balls to do it in 2017. She-hikers rock. Very nice. Blackwater. That's an ambitious schedule. It is. I would never tell anyone that it's too much to do in one season. No. However... I would say it's kind of nuts. It's, it's a lot. Uh, well, I mean, also, you know, the, you pretty much do most of the JMT as yeah. part of the PCT anyway. You, you add on, like, take the alternate true. that keeps you on the JMT yeah. if you want for that part So you can it incorporate it. Well, yeah, and then you just go down into the valley, boom, JMT done. Yeah! yeah. And yeah. I, think that's the, I think that might be the, just, the, the gist of this question, which is like, okay, I'm going to hike the, the PCT, but I'm also going to 
hike most of the Bigfoot Trail but, while I'm on the PCT. But she's saying possible. the JMT in September. I think she's going to come back for it. That's but, crazy. But she could just do the JMT as part of the PCT. Yeah, that's what I would do. And I would do the Bigfoot Trail in September. Yeah. I would not do it in August. Well, there's water, that's, that's there's water issues on the BFT in September. That's true. But it's so hot. You know what? Oh, my What's God. What's her name? Also... What's her name? Rachel. Blackwater. Blackwater. Also, send Michael Kaufman an email. Yeah. Talk to him about the BFT in September. I also think that as far as like, because September starts to be trimming season as well. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Might be a little sketchy yeah. back there. Um, or maybe they'll all be busy inside trimming. Yeah, to, that's true. To our listeners that don't know what trimming means. It's, we're not talking about landscaping in Delo's backyard. I don't know. Are we're we talking trimming? about no, body no. hair. We're, we're talking about when you like harvest that, no. the, the flowers from the marijuana plant, you just trim, trim off the excess uh, leaves. <laughs> exactly. Basically purdying them up. Yep, yeah. you make them look good. All right, here we go. Question number two. Mallory Irvine writes via email, Hey, guys. Thank you, guys, so much for <laughs> keeping me entertained during work and during drives. My boyfriend and I will be setting out on the PCT April 30th, and listening to your show has amped me up for month, the months to come. We both through hiked the AT in 2010, although separately, he finished four days behind me. We met the following year through mutual friends. Wish us luck. Anyway, we talk about trails all the time, and I notice you guys haven't mentioned the Apple Pass route. What? Excuse Al- me. Alpine Pass. Alpine Pass route. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Apple Pass route is Big difference. totally Big, different yeah. thing. Big Big different. Google it. All right, here we go, everybody. Anyway, we talk about trails all the time, and I noticed you guys haven't mentioned the Apple Pass route. <laughs> My boyfriend. <laughs> you, you did it again. Take it, take it from the top. <laughs> Alpine Pass route. My boyfriend began showing me Apple photos, and this hike through the Switzerland looks... <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> like one of the most epic thru-hikes I've seen. Do you guys know much about this trail or have any information on it? P.S. I need to send you some good Asheville beer, but all funds Ooh. are going towards shipping my cliff bars and mountain houses to the next trail town. Happy trails. Mallory, not bad, Irvin. Very nice. Yep. So, uh, was there a question in there? Yeah, yeah. Do we know about the Alpine Pass route? No. I only know about one Alpine Pass, and it's on the Sierra High Route, so... I think name? that'd be pretty cool. I have not heard of the Alpine Pass route, but I heard that uh, if you resupply with apples, then you're probably in good shape. Yep. Do you love? I think that's lined with apple trees. Yeah, probably. I have not heard of the Apple Pass route. <laughs> I don't think it's lined with apple trees. My eye, my eyes are actually open. You know? Are you going to be able to bicycle <laughs> home, dude? You have to stick my your fingers in my eyes to keep them open. <laughs> <laughs> All right, qu- we're we're almost there, man. Question number. So, so, so I think the, the answer is no. We haven't heard of it. Yeah. So, I, so I guess I guess you need to write us another letter and tell us all about it. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Maybe I know we'll nothing feature this trail of the month, and we could call somebody in Switzerland at like who knows what time of the day. Oh, okay. Okay. Hopefully awesome. two a.m. That'd yeah, be great. That'd yeah. be fantastic. Hey, would you like to be sponsored of the trail shows trail of the month and be. In Switzerland, <laughs> yes. You just have to get on the phone at 2 in the morning. Yeah. For a 15-minute call. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That'll that's last not, 30 minutes. That's not going to ruin your night's sleep. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Question number three. Dilo asks in person. What? Deal tra- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is this a question from you? Yeah, it's a this question. This is the first ever. It is. We've never yeah. had you actually ask a your own question on Ask. Well, a I've written questions before posed as, as the music being written off, by man. readers, but this one is actually from me, by okay. me, for me. 
Okay, here's my question. Dear hmm. Trail Show. Does that get confusing, knowing whether you're reading or writing? It's very confusing. As you can notice, my eyes are heavy. so it's <laughs> Well, one's kind of I'm more d- open than the other. <laughs> yeah, that's because somebody's just sticking their fingers in them. Uh, <laughs> so that's why they're both, you know, Jello not, not even. Why, why is that right one bleeding? <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Yeah. You should see know. somebody about that. All right, here we go. Question number three. D'Lo asks, in person... Dear Trail Show, I've been a big fan and have been meaning to send you guys some beer for a while now. I also sent you a dollar the other day, and I'm really hoping that you read my name on your Oh, man, I forgot to read it. I you did. didn't read it. He, he donated a dollar. He did. I forgot to read it. Yellow pudding. Anyway, here's my question. My neighbors plan to hike the Colorado Trail this summer. This will be their first through hike. And while they've shown them... And, and while I've shown them all my ancient yet still functional POD and much lighter than their POD gear, I'm not sure they're going to take the plunge and lighten up. They were super impressed by gear having two purposes, such as using your trekking poles as tent poles and your sleeping pad as a support for your pack, as well as some of my older yet lightweight items, such as my ULA pack and my Six Moon Designs Lunar Duo. But I'm not sure they're going to take the plunge. What can I do to convince them to lighten up? Thanks, D-Lo. Wow. I would, I would just recommend putting a lot of heavy rocks in their backpack when they're doing some training hikes around the neighborhood. Um, really, the heavier, the better. If you have lead, that's a good one, too. Um, and just get, get, get as much weight in that pack as you possibly can. I actually Maybe think, chains? Yeah, like chains. Chains like would work. Big, yeah. bulky chains? I have, a, I have a lot of cement in my yard. That'll that work. That'd be great. That'll yeah. work. Their backpacks. I Sand. actually think that you... And the point is to just convince them that carrying a ton of weight is not good. That's right. It works I actually them. think that you cannot convince people to lighten up. I think packing heavy is kind of like alcoholism in the sense that you don't... You can't change it until you're ready to change. Huh? Because most never of us, heard that analogy. Most before. of us back either. It's pretty. Ha- it's pretty hardcore. It's pretty heavy, hardcore. right? Hardcore. It's a slap in the face, to alcoholics, because that's a, actually a real problem for them. But but the, what I'm trying to say is that uh, you can tell people about how great your gear is all day and all night, but people who are going out into the wilderness generally pack their fears. We all do. And as you get more and more experience, your fears become less and smaller and lighter and all those things. But for people who are doing their first through hike, some people can lighten up right away because they don't have they obviously don't have those fears. But I think for a lot of people it's, you know, do I really want to invest all this money and am I really going to like it and am I going to want to do it again? Is this a huge expense? And what if I need this and what if I need that and what if I And sometimes I think people just have to go out and have an experience. Like I said, we all start somewhere. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I could see doing it this way, or I could see losing this, or I could see getting rid of this. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I've done a lot of shakedowns over the last several years, and for the most part, you're not really getting people to, in that moment, leave anything behind. No. More than anything, you're, you're sort of telling them, hey, practice not using that thing. Yeah. If you can successfully not use it, probably don't need it. But you kind of have to get them on that pathway of like doing their own constant That's mental right. shakedown of their own gear mm-hmm. so that they, they can do it later. Yeah. Because in the moment, they don't want to give up Anything. half of their toothbrush yeah. or that, exactly. you know, that parka that weighs too much or whatever or a full it is. full tube of toothpaste, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. That condom they're really never going to use. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think they just need to get out Maybe of Maybe you will. Yeah. Keep it. Just do keep their best. Alive. 
Yeah, just you do just, their best. You got to get out there, and then you're like, oh, I see. Because yeah. once you're out there, you see yeah. the other people doing things that, and you're like, whoa, hey, that makes a lot more sense than what I'm doing. So you kind of you get to see different things when you actually get out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you don't. I mean, you just don't know until you I know. Did, I did offer to lend them my Lunar Duo. Because I'm not going to use I'm it. I'm sure it smells great. I, it's it's a pretty. I've I've used it a handful of times. Just it's, pitch it somewhere with some it's wind. A fine, it's shape. fine. It's is, a fine shape. Is there BM inside? No, it's not <laughs> like it's not like my uh, it's not like my one person tarp tent from 2002. You know? Which definitely has yeah, BM inside. Yeah, it's not that. It's not that. It's it's a pretty new tent. I bought it a few years ago. But just I just make up your own BM. We're people. just not. Just, it's, I'm not. I I will. I could guarantee you, Donald Trump style. I guarantee you. I guarantee I will not use this tarp tent this summer at all. I guarantee it. I can guarantee it to you. I can guarantee it to all of you. So, yeah, I'm not going to use it this summer. And I said, hey, you guys can borrow it. They're like, oh, but what if we break it? And I was like, well, then you buy it from me. That's right. And I was like, well, if you don't break it, you can feel free to return it to me when you're done. Because I'm not going to use it. It's just going to sit in my closet. And they said, well, I, I bet that yeah, you you gave them a conundrum to deal with yeah. right there, man. But yeah. hopefully they'll take you up on it. Because yeah. I guarantee their tent weighs twice. Oh, it does. Yeah. That's a pretty lightweight tent. It's like two yeah. pounds. It's like two pounds. Yeah. And it's big. It's a it's a big, nice two person shelter. You, you know, I actually stopped using a tent unless I'm in an area where there's a lot of bugs, and even then, I'll sometimes just use a bug head net. And mm-hmm. You're a brave man. You are I, man. You know, I love that. It's, bug-free it's space, not really man. brave. I just found that when I was setting up a shelter, I was setting it up to get out of the rain, and if there's rain, there's usually no bugs. It's true. So I yeah. actually, I have actually found that I sleep much better from inside my tent. Because otherwise I wake up and then you're like looking at the stars and then you're like, oh, I've been awake for two hours just like <laughs> mesmerized by the sky, which is nice, but I don't know. And like the wind like blows across your face and I've got all this like thin hair up here. I sleep better in my oh, tent. Oh, your but hair's pretty frizzy right there. Yeah, I, It is. I tend to sleep better cowboy camping just because I feel, and I, it's like super crystal hippie or whatever, but I just feel like I'm really connected to the ground hmm. and just like, you know, you're Do laying you use there a sleeping on that, I do use a sleeping pad, yeah, yeah. But I just, I and, and it's silly because even with the tarp up, I'm still just as much in contact with the ground as. Yeah, but you can't see everything. Yeah, I mean, that, you know. that works for me until the foxes and the rodents try to steal my steal your stuff. I, and then I, get I mad. did once wake up with mad. sort of a stare off going on between me and a raccoon. Ooh, that, yeah. that was an awkward yeah. minute mm-hmm. or two. Yep. Yeah. Until you realized it was just a raccoon. Well, at first I thought it was a very large house cat. <laughs> and then I realized it was a raccoon, and I thought, I don't want to fight a raccoon no, from my vicious. bag. They're mean. Yeah. So how did that play out? Um, I said, get out of here, and it ran away. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. I asserted myself, and it worked. He woke up and used uh, Bear Attack Scream. Oh, oh, what is that? What is that? What I, is that? I think this it's is just the, time to dance. This Let's is rock the part out. of the show where we end the show. Nah, dude, this is gear review, man. This is gear review. Oh, Jesus. We have more? Well, it's only going to take about 30 seconds. I mean, you're going to nap Good. through this one anyway. So. All right. Exactly. You get 30 seconds. Uh, I take out my second wind here. Do we have any more alcohol? Um, oh. We don't, do we? You I've guys, got some kombucha. You guys drank all that cider? Beauty right, has some. I'm out of here, man. I'm, I'm going to pedal home. Okay. You guys lock up. No, 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 no,
My gear reviews <laughs> on the tea bag. And, and, and let's just be specific here. This is not a verb. It's a noun. Okay. You're not, you're not talking about the Urban Dictionary no, tea no, bag. No, no, no. Okay. no. Please, no. please, Dilo. Because that's not family friendly so, by any means. And we're talking about the highfalutin tea bags. Well, no, that are I get these ones at nylon. Costco. I get the, these ones at the Costco. It's the nylon one. Yeah, so some tea bags, I found this with green tea. They come in basically a nylon or fabric tea Which bag. Which is part yeah. of the problem with the world and why the world is going to exactly. end. Is because we have nylon tea bags. That's right. Yeah. And so... Also uh, Zika virus. But, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so these, these nylon tea bags, you can pull a little string off. After they're done, you can cut one, one seam open and you can rinse out the green tea that's in there. And then you can use that as a pre-filter. It's the best pre-filter you've it's never awesome. used. And I, you should... I, I used to use my little, uh, I've got this Mont Bell white person hat that has like the little traily stuff down the back to protect your neck. Oh, yeah. Lawrence of Arabia. The French yeah, Foreign exactly. Legion. Yeah, yeah, that's the French one. French Foreign Legion. Yeah, I've totally used that as a pre-filter yeah. before. Yeah. Hmm. It's good, too. Well, the next time you Not drink really, actually, it's your highfalutin taste and, yeah. cup of tea, take that tea bag and instead of throwing it in the trash, D-Lo, yeah. where it will persist forever in forever. the landfill. Or else it'll just wash into the ocean and then just merge into the garbage. Patch. And who's going to do anything about that? Yeah. No Nothing. one, because Pull the string all these off. people these days are raised just watching TV at home. Yeah, and the economic the externalities are not priced into anything that we buy. Thank Boom. goodness for capitalism. Yes! Okay, now this what? music can only mean one thing. What just happened? It's the part of the show where we end the show. What just happened? This is the end? Wait. This is the end. The show's this over? This isn't like the pre-end or something, like I, no. I feel this like actually, I fell the end or something. You did. Like four times. <laughs> thanks to everyone for tuning in today. Big thanks to Janaid for guest hosting on tonight's show. Hey, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks we hope to there. have you back again next month if you're around. I will probably be around. Very good. Just yeah. steal me from the restaurant. Okay. We'll call yeah. your boss. Yeah. And a big thanks to Michael Kaufman and Squatch for schooling Why us on don't the we BFT. Why don't we record next month's show at Junaid's restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be some great audio. We do have beer there. Yeah, it would be terrible audio all unless right, we sat in the walk-in. Yeah, there we go. Then we the can wear cooler. our down puffies the in the cool. walk-in. <laughs> I'm all in. That would Sweet. be kind of interesting. We could tr- test out some winter gear in May. Yeah. yeah, we'll eat some cold meatballs. A big thanks to all our monthly PayPal donors. And donators. P.O.D. Who and what that? else? Would you like to read our Hiker Trash promo, number one, please? I Thank would you. love to read it. Wait, tonight's show is Spiker by Hiker Trash. Spikered. We Spiker are Hiker, Hiker Trash. Dilo, you're not allowed to read the promo right <laughs> to now. Be yeah. true, Hiker Trash. To be true Hiker Trash, you got to earn the dirt. Earn so it. this year on the trail, earn your title by working on that wicked sock tan or doing your laundry in the grocery store bathroom. Oh, Guys, yeah. don't shave that beer. And ladies... Let that leg hair fly. Mm-mm. With over 20,000 miles backpacked between Hiker Trash founders Walking. and over a million calories yogurt from unsuspecting tourons, they know what it's like to be Hiker Trash. Mm-hmm. We are Hiker Trash and so are you. Check out our trucker hats, visors, shirts, and thong. More on our website at www.wearehikertrash.com. 5% of your purchase goes back to support the trails. Oh, and our stuff looks better dirty. www.wearehikertrash.com. Thank you to Frito, Roll Tide Garcia for all the incredible beer. Frito, Roll Tide Garcia. <laughs> He's underwater, ladies and gentlemen. You can always find us at thetrailshow.com, twitter.com slash thetrailshow, on Facebook, Instagram, and Cafe Press at thetrailshow. 
on Stitcher Radio and, of course, on iTunes. And next week on Google Play, you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Lawton G, Delo's at D-L-O-W, P-O-D is at Felicia Darkness, and Junaid is at Junaid Dawood. Should I spell that for the peoples? It's uh, J-U-N-A-I-D-D-A-W-U-D. Boom, bam. Another trail show has come and gone, but don't despair. We'll be back next month with more beers, trails, and nonsense. Until then, for the Princes of Darkness, D-Lo and Junaid, I'm Disco. Ciao. Right on, man. He's underwater, people. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> is, he, is he sleeping or is he drowned? Andy uh, I don't know, I'm Kaufman. Just rolling my arms. Andy man. Kaufman. What's the problem? Andy Kofi Kaufman. Kofi if you Anon. believe. They I've put a man on the moon. Why are we singing man this? Squatch oh, Solid Scotch. Scotch. Uh, Scotch. Yeah. Scotch Harriet. Scotch Harriet. Squatch the Scotch. Saskatch so almost got attacked. It's like Saskatchewan. He almost got attacked by a Bigfoot back in what, the What the if the Bigfoot 90s. was actually the, the, the scared one there in that equation? I know. Who I knows? Who's to say? He was like rocking say. back and forth, all afraid of these yeah, crazy humans. Nobody with knows, that, who man. knows what? Nobody knows. It was Saskatchewan. <laughs> A Scotch in Saskatchewan with Scotch, the Squatchy Scotch. Not we are record. hiker trash. Right. Hiker trash for life. Whatever. Pretty much. D- get D'Lo a towel. He's underwater. Whatever. Or maybe a pillow. He's also <laughs> about... I, Very sleepy. I think he just fell over. What's going to happen with that last bit of cookie? Oh, I'll eat it. Eat that LSD cookie. And that's oh, show. that's what it was. <laughs> I'm not sure what that else? a firearm is actually a good... You know, deterrent to uh, to the poison oak. I don't know about you guys, but I don't even hike trails anymore. I just hike roads. And to this day, the smell of scotch will uh, give me a, a mild bile rush. Oh.